0: What are we doing here? Let's forget our existential dread and grab another beer And just live day to day like we've been doing it for years And after all, it's neither there nor here And we can worry about the future (laughs) How do we start again?
1: I think usually I say something that you probably didn't cut out.
2: Whoa, that was so racist! Good <laughs> job, I cut that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not to get straight into because this part actually probably will be cut out, but I don't know. Did you? You didn't see that thing about the another uh, policeman shooting a black guy in America again? No. Which one? This hey. guy here. In-
2: the the, ooh, the one in
1: Wichita. It's just I was reading about it today, and I couldn't believe it. This guy shot like a an like a current marine that was like on shore leave or whatever, and I think he killed him. This black guy, but the his defense, his defense lawyer has said that he cannot stand trial because the policeman that shot the guy is so racist he could never get an impartial and fair trial, so he cannot stand trial. And it's like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Like what a defense, right? Like, you know, everyone knows he's racist, so like they they're gonna say he did it for a yeah. racial reason, so he, he can't get a fair trial. Like, it's like, well, yeah, that's obviously what he did then. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he can't get it for trial because there's so many other racists in America that there's a good chance that the jury will be made up of racists. <laughs> he's like, is that, <laughs> is that the
1: is that the reason? No, it's just because apparently the whole, t- everyone knows he's racist, they they will assume that he did it for racial reasons, and it's like, well, yeah, we p- probably did then.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's... It's, uh, know, like, it's uh, an interesting uh, argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, hasn't been tried before, I don't think, so like, you know. It's a bold move, Cotton, that's yeah. how this pays out. Yeah,
3: pretty much, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, speaking of movies... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh-huh yeah so this was uh, I was going to say planned but that's a strong word Yeah. Uh, suggested I think it's a blatant yeah. lie <laughs> yeah. it was a suggested episode where because we've done so over the last like uh, what is it now seven, eight months maybe seven months anyway probably yeah. eight. that we need to do like a big catch up episode over the last of the last 18 months' worth of uh, content that we have absorbed. So this episode is an informal review of the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. can barely remember
1: the last year and a half, so this is going to be fun. So yeah. I am trying to say to you. like, I really hope like, I was planning to write stuff down and just so it's flat out work that it didn't really... Yeah. Well, I, 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 think kept that's,
2: like... I think we need to use our failing memories as the like benchmark if we've forgotten it, it wasn't good enough to mention. <laughs> that's the... Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> but I feel like... there so was well, the real cream st- of the crap. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was definitely, like, lots of stuff. But, like, even when I was in Bundorn, like, I had, like, a stack of, like, my, my red pile. But, like, when I was moving again, I just put them all home. And I was like, I can't even look at that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be, I was like, a minute ago was looking and i seen books and i was like books. what are the best books i've read i was like i don't even know (laughs) i can't even remember what books i've read recently (laughs) but uh yeah yeah, i'm hoping that i'm hoping that we'll kind of we'll jog each other's memories too when we start mentioning stuff and like some of like the best things i watched weren't even stuff that came out like in the last year and a half so like just be whatever yeah like that'd
1: be the same with me i'd be usually like playing catch up or not that it's rare that i watch stuff when it comes out it's just like if you take it like you know if we had it done this like last year like i have just finished the boys season three and i loved it Mm -hmm. right that's right there that's that's pretty recently because yeah i just finished that as well i do think every season is getting kind of better like yeah that was i think they're really just I, I do think Soldier Boy was great. Like he was oh just scene
4: stealer. <laughs> like he was
1: yeah. scene stealer. Like, he was such a fucking wanker. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, he, but he, so, he was so like charismatic as well. <laughs> You're like, I <Yeah. laughs> hate this guy but he's like really charming and it's really annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he was a ma- he was a man at a time. Literally, yeah. it was, Like it worked out so well. he no, like, was great so much... and
2: per- performed so well. I thought too.
1: Yeah, same. By I one of the guys his... from
2: Supernatural.
1: Jensen Ackles here yeah. because yeah. I seen a I seen a short interview with him and I thought it was funny. He was given like six months to buff up for the role,
2: and he actually did. Like he looks like he's pretty good shape. But I didn't even recognize first... him. Like, well, I I I him, but I didn't know what I knew him for. It was my sister that told me who he was? I was like, oh, right, okay. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, he kind of I didn't like I didn't see that actor, even though I was like he looks kind of familiar. I just just like that's Soldier Boy. So I think that's. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I, th- I thought I it was funny though because I didn't know this, but he was like he was told to like buff up for the role, but apparently they only really meant it as a joke. But he didn't know that they were joking, and if I was first right. day on set, Anthony Starr to get a place Homelander, he started yeah. making fun of him. He was like, "I didn't bother, man. They
2: just pad out my suit." <laughs> I I was I always wondered that. Like I was like, "How is how buff is that? And how much is the suit? Like said, is it is it I a think, little bit of both or is probably- it just?"
1: I think it's a little bit of both I think he's like you know yeah. he's probably in sure somewhat decent shape. shape yeah yeah, but he's not like you know like Marvel Cinematic Universe like he's fucking, not a fucking you know, tub like yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: but yeah, yeah I do like a... that I do like that in in the boy like I don't know it was always from the start I was like I kind of like that they just they clearly like the suit's doing a lot of the work here yeah like, you yeah. don't <laughs> you don't need to be like fucking Henry Cavill or something like or like yeah, who's or the like... most ridiculous one and you don't need but to be fucking the... drax
1: yeah exactly <laughs> you don't have to be like over the top roided out yeah. of it. like it's just like they're getting their point across anyway like yeah but, um, and then i like one of my favorite like random wee bits in like season three that i just loved was every time huey tried to do like an emotional scene it is somebody like he i think the first time he tries to do it butcher throws up on him another time he gets punched (laughs) in the face you know every time it's like it's gonna be like this kind of heartfelt moment of like fucking oh you know i know why you're doing this butcher and he just throws up on him or he says something he stands up for himself a soldier boy (laughs) He just punches him. it's like he's doing the middle of a speech so that's what i like you know the speech doesn't finish they purposely have it shut up man
2: (laughs) yeah i I really like chewie's um Little arc in this season as well. Yeah, I thought it interesting. I don't know how I don't know how much we should. uh yeah, well, it's finished now. So if, if you yeah, haven't but, seen it, I suppose. If, if people are like me, then they won't not see it for another year. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> this is one of the few shows where I was actually okay. I'm going to watch this, and even I didn't that, start watching it until like seven episodes are already out, and I just like flew through them all in a week.
1: Uh, he perfectly timed it. Because I um, I the like perfectly many... timed it. Yeah, I've got too many. <laughs> I got uh... to
2: like season. I got the last episode like the day before the the last episode came out. I was like, oh, I just oh, happened perfect. to Google it, and I was like, oh, there's only one more episode. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, just happened to there's, time um... it exactly, so I would not get it spoiled. <laughs> Anyway, that's sorry, perfect because you
1: see, I, I follow too many things like Reddit and social media, that I was like, oh, I'll probably I, I I get spoiled with stuff like yeah, that that's,
2: often that's definitely what propelled me to be like, I better not leave this any longer. I better just start this show, like. Cause it was um i think it's the first episode has
1: still probably one of the most ridiculous scenes with this the shrinking man and then him <laughs> inside
4: just like, that's,
1: fucking, that's one of the funniest things i've ever seen like
4: yeah
2: that was such a great start to the season too I was like, ah, oh, this is where we're going. This is where we're yeah. at now. We've got two seasons. This is like...
4: Yeah, I was two like, I was, I was like, already kind added, of thinking,
2: like... They're what... like, getting us in. And then it's like, okay, where's this third season going? I was like, oh, this is where it's going.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like every season they're trying to do, like, over-the-top scenes like that. Like, there was, like, a lot of yeah. head exploding at the end of the last one and stuff. And I was like, I was watching that and I was like, this is amazing. But also, I have no idea how they're going to top this or if they're even going to be able to top this because yeah. it's just fucking you know, unbelievable. Like...
2: I was really confused for a lot of the season too because I noticed that there was like, bar that opening scene, there was like no nudity in it. Like they kept like there was there's like sex scenes where like like uh people like breast covered and all, and I was like, this is like the gory show on TV and they're not showing any nudity, and then we get the full on nudity episodes. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess they had to save all their energy for this. They must have, had a <laughs> yeah.
1: they, they must have like a limit or a quota. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm gonna have to. There's one episode in particular where all of yeah. that's gonna come out.
2: Yeah,
3: but yeah, it was a great
2: season. I really like Yeah, yeah uh, Soldier Boy was great. Just toxic masculinity on two legs, basically. Yeah, but, <laughs> and I like. How um, Huey like basically like had that realization where he like calls him out for it basically, but yeah. like, a lot of like um interesting explorations of like uh I suppose like dodgy relationships like like between his and Butcher's kind of fucked up like Butcher's a piece of shit but then Huey's like oh my savior and all this here and all that kind of stuff like
1: yeah but well, like uh, I do the like the- and
2: all is so on point does' it always is yeah. Just great social commentary yeah. and, yeah, fantastic stuff.
1: Yeah, like, I know one of the most really powerful things, I means like I actually liked also, like, Adrian's kind of arcanist and, like, him trying mm. to do it. And, like, fucking, like, he tries to go after it, obviously, because the Bluehawk, whatever, killed, like, you Blue know, Hawk, paralyzed yeah. his brother and killed a few people. And then you're the one, the woman, the PR woman, she's class in a season two. Yeah, and she's she's like, great. Yeah, well, what about your friends? Like, you fucking, you didn't care whenever you killed people. And it's like, we well, it only matter when it matters, you know, you only care when it matters to you and shit like this. It was just like, Jesus, this is fucking really going for it from like, it kind of goes from like all ends, you know what I mean? It's not just, they, they bite back at what he's fighting for, even though what he's fighting yeah. for is kind of correct, but it's like, oh, it's not perfect either. Yeah. It's just interesting. But yeah, the satire is always on point. And Homelander, like, he still is a while... He's still one of the best characters in the show, I think. He's just fucking... Yeah, definitely. He's just... And your man,
2: Atley Starr, is that his first name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. he's a New Zealand actor. Yeah, his performance. Just playing the biggest psycho on TV. Like, it's fucking lovely to watch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's got He's got these little, like, facial twitches and, like... uh, He's so good. Like, I love watching him.
1: That's what I think too. There's always like he can just like he can do really subtly whenever somebody yeah. says one thing and it just clearly infuriates him. But he like you know he he doesn't like fucking like destroy everything. He just it gets super fucking angry and he starts talking. And then you know it like the last episode where it's like him. Careful. It's an A train, the PR girl, and who's the third person? And he like he tells her to take off her wig and stuff. I was like, oh. Yeah. I, was like, I thought that was such a good scene and he's just yeah. pure looking like i am the strongest one here pretty much and i will kill you oh
2: the deep was the other one there at oh, the deep yeah i was kind of yeah. scared
1: about that wee dweeb hey?
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i was chatting to somebody and they were saying they they watched gossip girl and then gossip girl like i've never watched gossip girl but the guy that plays the deep is in gossip girl oh, but is apparently it? He, he yeah but apparently he plays like the hulk like, most desirable male character, and, and I find that so funny because, <laughs> like, look, look at his character in the Boys
2: he's the biggest fucking loser
1: in the
0: Boys
2: Oh
0: shit,
1: where's my phone? Yeah, but did you watch Gossip Girl?
2: I kind of like remember episodes of it, like, from being on TV. So I'm wondering if I would recognize him. Just, I'm just interested. I kind of mm. remember one guy who was like the hot guy, but. That's why I'm wondering if it's as, if it's the same person I'm thinking of. There was another show, like gossip parallel out at the same time though, no, wasn't there? About I could be, I just it's remember there was a lot Irish. of like uh uh so a, was that on at the same time? I just remember there was there was like Country Hill and the O C and they were all on was it oh yeah. what what oh, Irish, Irish station was that that they were all on? Oh, was, was that TG4
3: four?
2: Or T V three? I feel like it was, was, an, was an Irish TG4.
1: station. Did you? I, it might I always remember watching. For some reason. I always remember watching the OC on E4. I think though, oh, the OC, maybe. but the OC, the OC, is the only one I watched, though.
3: All
2: right.
1: Apparently, that's really good.
2: I watched the video someone did on that recently, and like they went to like, they did, a big, did a big deep dive and re- revisited it and all, and they were like, "It's actually pretty class." And I was like,
0: "Damn, I might have to watch the OC." Yeah. Oh, it's then, yeah,
1: like, if you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ever watched, if you ever watched, um. Shazam, there's a reference to the OC at the end of it. I actually still haven't watched
2: Shazam for some reason. Shazam said that quite weird.
1: Really enjoyable, like really, yeah. really a lot, a lot better than it like had any rights to be kind of thing. Well, not any rights to be not not any rights to be, but it just
2: the, I the guy was, knew what he was doing. I think, like, yeah, and I think it was a surprise for like people used to the DC cinematic universe, whatever you want to call mm. it. Definitely but that's 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 another like... one where oh no, sorry, I
1: was gonna say. That's another one where... I
2: definitely a left turn for that, like, for the DC, because at that time they were going, like, really dark, and then Shazam kind of was, like... Yeah, it's a good, like, happy I think movie, didn't, kinda, like... Yeah, and people didn't see that coming. Yeah, go mm, ahead. But that's, an, that's another
1: one. Zachary Levi, he is in good shape, I think, but they let the suit do a lot of work. But even, like, their argument for it was brilliant. It was supposed to be, he's supposed to be a magical god. Kind of, like, he's supposed to have the powers of magical gods, so, like, they were, like, trying to... Even though he got ripped, like, the suit is adding a bit more because it's supposed to be more unrealistic because it's magic, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be a magical being, so, like, he should be looking a wee bit more unrealistic. Yeah.
2: It's, which was a good direction to go. Speaking of unexpectedly good DC movies, that's definitely a highlight, of the Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, yeah. James Gunn just knows what he's I'm doing. I'm no he like was too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
2: that was pretty good going. <laughs> just try to move it along <laughs> well, yeah I that fucking... was class when did that was that last year yeah yeah i think that was late last year yeah yeah, late last year i think yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, was fucking, class. I couldn't believe
1: it because like obviously i love all the comics and stuff and when he brought in starro i was like no way that's like it's like the character hinting at it started moving i was like he's not gonna do a giant fucking starfish is he I mean, that's exactly what he did, and then your man, the fucking polka, polka dot, dot man. man,
2: yeah, he's like a yeah, and a, then like C luster or Z lister even isn't he? Like, yeah, he's pretty like much a character. pure joke character, yeah. but um, and then him seeing his he's mother great. everywhere, and then him yeah. seeing
1: his mother as the giant starfish, I was like, that yeah. is unbelievable. Like, I was class, but then and did you guys like, watch Peacemaker?
2: No, I actually still haven't watched that. that... Mm. Sorry,
3: did
1: you watch we'll, it? We'll keep on suicide squad, yeah, I did. It's actually probably better. Wow okay yeah like uh, that's just cleaned it up it's actually probably better like it's actually just really is fantastic like
2: unreal that was probably yeah, he,
1: could Peacemaker could be the best thing could be it's going to be up there at like, least in the top three it's eight of things right. i watched or seen whenever like really do right. enjoy it.
2: well let's keep talking about suicide squad and everyone yeah. listening to yeah. just bear in mind that peacemaker is even better yeah because I, yeah. I segwayed too early there yeah <laughs> well we we can't really talk. Well, like, yeah, you can't really talk, about it or else I'll have to stop <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. And I'm joking. But, but yeah, around, like, well, we can talk about the character of Peacemaker because he's fantastic in the movie as well. Like, yeah, like it's like he he's not sure. It's like yeah, he he thinks he's a good guy, but he's just another psychopath. <laughs> he's doing yeah. it all in the name of America. Pretty much, yeah. And
1: there's also, did you know, Peacemaker is who the comedian is based on in Watchmen? Oh yeah. That's who Arlen, Alan Alan Moore wanted to use original characters, and Peacemaker yeah. was the character he wanted to use. I remember. Makes a lot that of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't do.
2: But I um, love that part in um, the movie where him and Adrisella's character. What's he called again?
3: Oh yeah, Bloodsport. Is that his name? Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. Huh.
2: Doesn't even ring a bell <laughs> for some reason. His, um, uh, I just, he's not just, on just the always a character. Either. Yeah, but not even like things. I thought when you said it, I'd be like, oh yeah, but no, that doesn't actually. <laughs> I'd be like, no, doesn't. But yeah, where they are uh, going into the camp and they kill all the wrong people, <laughs> and, and they're pure like bravado about it, and they like yeah. kill people in ridiculous ways, and it's like, so, so, it's like it's so like <laughs> heroically shot at everything, and then you realize that they killed all their <laughs> allies
1: basically.
3: Yeah,
2: pretty much, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. It was a brilliant, Even like turn bait, of events. But the bait and switch at the start, where the old team is there, and you're like, oh, oh, like the people from the other movie, they're in this one, and then they just all get wiped out.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Like I thought, I thought they were gonna. I knew that there was a lot of them that were gonna die. Like, but mm-hmm. I was like, I thought they'd be in a wee bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> There's um. I also really liked. You know what the start like? One of the things that just made me laugh is you know, like Bloodsport meets his daughter in prison. And she's like, she was done for like theft or something. And they just start screaming at each
4: other. And it's like,
1: <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Like, it wasn't like it, it set up like it was going to be some kind of possibly heartfelt moment of like, you know, yeah. whatever. It was like, no, fuck that.
2: Um, and the the unexpected cameo of Taiko Otidi as well. Yeah.
1: That was weird. I didn't expect yeah. them to be in it at all. Yeah, because like, it's a rock catcher, like. Yeah, He's so a remember.
2: The first time he's in it, it's just like his dead, he's a dead body, right?
1: Yeah, pretty and much. Like a,
2: and then it does a flashback later where he actually talks. I think, yeah.
3: Because yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember, like, when it just
2: shows his face, and I was like, that looks like Taika Waititi. And then it's like, later yeah. on, he actually speaks. I was like, that is Taika Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. There's, um. But that was great. I, I loved it just as, like a great comedy in general, and yeah, kind of like did, the way you know, uh, what... the way Ragnarok was as like you can just watch it as like a standalone kind of fun movie. Yeah, without having to worry about any like big picture stuff. And good to see you, what do you call him, Joel Kinnaman? Is that his name? Yeah, the was guy the that original? was an Altered Carbon. Yeah, glad to see him yeah. I like
1: him. I like him too, but he was also really good in. Like he was really good in that too. Mm. You know what I mean, even though he's 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 playing like the straight man, but like he did it, like yeah. he wasn't like didn't seem like overbearing or something. Yeah, it was just like it was just kind of fitting.
2: I didn't know he was going to be in it. Like I didn't, I didn't know how much was continuing over from the original Suicide Squad. I knew the same like head of the operation, Amanda remember. Waller. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was back, but I didn't know he was back to us. Nice, sweet surprise when I was watching it.
1: Yeah, and then like he was giving
2: it to you. Sylvester Stallone as a shark. <laughs> just like, is this one of those movies? You just, you just like, you remember things in it and you're like, hilarious. <laughs>
0: yes. <Yeah>. Hilarious
2: <laughs> it, on like, paper without even like worrying about the execution. That's what I got just There's executed like really some... well as well.
1: Yeah, that's what's something because I guess it's like he must have had so much because like whenever because obviously James Gunn like got really big for doing the first Guardians of the Galaxy, which was seen mm-hmm. as like like that really kind of even change the tone of the MCU a bit. But then it was like with this movie, he was allowed to curse and be yeah. gory and violent, and yeah. he he did do horror movies whenever he started off. Like he did Slither and a couple other things. Oh, I that's think. right, yeah. and it was like. He was like, I guess I have free reign here and like DC were probably really like, we need to make a fucking hit because all yeah. of our movies have been doing shit. And he was like, well,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I've got a lot of really crazy ideas, but you know what?
2: That's exactly what DC needed. They just needed to go like, right, let's try something. But that's what Marvel kind of, I suppose they're not really doing well, they- it anymore, but they did it to the extent, like with Gardens of the Galaxy and they did it, like they still kind of do it where they will get like a, like a usually an up and coming director, and like they'll like make take chances that way and all. Yeah,
1: and it's worked out for them. Do you look at the Russo brothers? They'd only directed like what three episodes of Arrested Development, and I think a movie before they Community. did like they took over like community, that was it before yeah. they did like Captain America and they, they took over Captain America and sure that went on to fucking yeah. Infinity War, end game like the fucking biggest movies of all time, pretty much. Yeah, at least, profit, least profitability wise, anyway. But like, yeah, and that's what like, but DC wouldn't do that, and they would like, but sure, like, even whenever, like, and was, that's how I said this is horrible when Zack Snyder was doing Justice League, like, fucking. I don't think a lot of people knew this, but, like, Zack Snyder's during the filming of Justice League, like, the producers were dying every single day and trying to make him change stuff, and he, like, wasn't allowed to do this, and, like, harassing him every single day, like, pretty much Michael so just went wrong, but also in the middle, like, Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, Justice League, his uh, his daughter actually took her own life, and he just, but he was contractually obliged to, like, finish it out, and I'd say, like, that's just, like, I was like, that's just fucking horrible, man, like, that's just fucking one of the worst things in the world, but then all of that, I was like, there was no... Felt really bad hearing all that stuff. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, and Then yeah, whenever he got cool. his own version of it, it went a lot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of a reverse segue, but speaking of
2: Ragnarok, have you seen Love and Thunder? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. No, I, fair enough. I don't think... Um, I don't know if I talked about this last time. don't think I'm going to go see any more Marvel movies in cinema. Yeah, why? Just because I've seen a thing where there's some theater after um Doctor Strange came out which was shown at, like 19 times a day and basically Marvel are just like strong-arming theaters into only playing them like if they don't agree to play like the new Disney movie as mon- as like as whatever times Disney wants then they'll just be like well you won't get it next time and it's like oh jeez yeah, it's, like, causing, like, all, like, the smaller movies to have really short, like, I'm sure Doctor Strange is probably still in the cinemas. I don't know how long that's been out, but the Marvel movies, they always stick around for ages, and I especially noticed that, like, here, and, like, the smaller, like, cinema, and, like, Larry Kenney and all, where it just, if you want to see anything else, then you've got, like, a really small one to a time, and then, like... You what you mean? Like, I remember... Yeah. Like, I really wanted to see everything everywhere all at once, and, like... Yeah. I wanted to go see it, and the next thing I went, I was like, it's gone again. Because it's just like, so, I'm sure it won't make much difference whether I go or not, but I don't know, I don't think I want to. I no, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll start a movement now here, It'd Be me yeah. and you, or like seven listeners, whatever we have, we'll get bigger,
2: we'll start a movement. <laughs> All seven of us. <laughs> but yeah, I just seen that, and I was like, that's kind of f-. And I don't that's really need to see, you. I don't need to see, like, like uh, a new Marvel movie that badly. I'll wait till mm. it uh, comes to streaming and then borrow it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll circumvent the whole system <laughs> in a completely <laughs> noble way <laughs> because yeah. I'm taking down the the system. But yeah, no, no that's Did you fair. watch I just it? Didn't know that. I did, yeah, and it was nowhere near as good as I was expecting. Actually, it was kind of. From of what I've time. seen online,
2: it seems to be pretty divisive.
1: It's like love or hate. Kind of, it must be. Like, there were some good parts in it and there was some good stuff in it, but there was like a couple of things. I'll just is say, it Taika it, again? It's Taika again, yeah. And is his humor yeah? yeah. humorous definitely in it. And obviously, the movie also kind of gets better as it goes along. And say like the third act is pretty right. damn good. Like, which okay. usually for a lot of Marvel movies now, I think the third Still act the can usually on. be t- kind of shit, yeah, because it's yeah. like, well, the third act is where they're tidying it up in you know, that kind of way. Yeah. But no, I think like, third act I know the
2: best. I, we might said on this before but I remember hearing about uh in particular about that um what's her name what's the Scarlett Johansson character Black Widow Black Widow I was like I had Black Widow in my head I was like is it Black Widow or is it something else anyway Mm. uh, they had basically the whole end of that movie all like shot not shot but all made because it was all like it's all a CGI set piece that was all Mm. basically done before like I think they even maybe had a director on so oh I think God. that so that's why a lot of that happens. Like they'll have like these big, the things that they know have to happen, like the big finale fight or whatever, and they'll already be making that on computers before anything else is even starting to happen. I just didn't know that. That's
1: fucking insane. Yeah, that's mad. Because yeah, I seen a thing and it's like, as I think they might be bringing back Chadwick Boseman through deepfake for at least a part of the next Black Panther film. I was like, and uh, Chadwick Boseman's family came out and said that I think at his request or like he said that if. 'Cause obviously he knew what's happening, he was like he'd be happy with it being recast, he'd prefer it to be recast if yeah. someone like fitting in a role because I was like, I don't like that at all. You know, I like can nah. But um they'd, no,
2: they'd no know bother recasting the guy that Don Cheadle placed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. War machine yet yeah. Terrence higher
2: to I just as a
1: wee side note, I seen Yesterday I think he's actually a bit tapped. He doesn't believe in a number zero and he has tried to write like mathematical proofs proving how the number zero does not exist. And also <laughs> just, yeah, I was like, what the hell? do give it, that and man like, a
2: movie to act in his yeah, <laughs> And then he's uh he's
1: he's he's selling life-saving technology to Uganda, but he won't release what the life saving technology is, but I think it's kind of weird. It seems like he's just trying to hassle him out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, there's a, I have one, just to bring it back to Love and Thunder, I have one kind of major gripe with it. Okay. And, uh, that was like, I don't know if you know, but this is from the comics, like the Mighty Thor, Jane Foster Thor is, um, she has cancer. And then every time she uses mm. the powers of Thor, she gets weaker. And I chose her and she's supposed to be stage four cancer. So she'd be in heavy duty chemo. Mm-hmm. And she has, she's looking like a model. She's got a full head of hair. She leaves the chemo and just like drives home. I was like, no, <laughs> that is. I know there's gods and stuff in this movie, and there's people flying around with magic hammers. But I was like, I fucking just really that kind of annoys me this interpretation of it. Mm. And I was also kind of like, I would hate for any like young people like young like children that are watching this movie that like especially young girls or something that could be going through something like that and to see that it would just be why like uh i don't know like it's be shit kind of thing i was like they could have done a bit more they could have tried a bit put a ball cap on or do anything like yeah Mm. i just didn't appreciate it
3: and this is from an educated
2: perspective I was gonna, like, do I have to bring it up, or are you gonna bring it up, for? <laughs> I suppose, because I've beaten him, cancer. cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn it, you son of a bitch.
1: Stealing my fucking thunder, man. <laughs> get it? Even your love thunder. thunder? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, like, I, I kind of could get over it, but I was just like, I oh, they could have definitely done, like, there's a million ways it could have done yeah. better, you know? Mm.
2: Yeah, I, I wonder... I wonder why. I'm wondering who's like, uh, I'm sure that was like brought up at some point too. I wonder, was it like her agent being like, no. (laughs) Or was it like, or was it Disney being like, can't go that graphic or, I'm sure like that, I'm sure they thought they already talked about like doing what you're talking about and it probably got shut down at some point by someone. I'm just wondering where is that? were no problems
1: i
3: don't know just getting that that kind of bothered me you know yeah um but um i gonna say then. i get something
1: i'll come back to me or it doesn't matter
2: yeah (laughs) um will we stick to uh uh comic book movies
1: oh that's right comic books that's what it was but i coincidentally (laughs) coincidentally I actually read a comic recently, an old one, um, Amazing Spider-Man, issue 248, and it had, like, a similar tone in it, but it was done very well. But I just wanted to bring that up, because I thought this was class, because it was, like, such a nice wee story, because I'd, I'd heard about it, or read it somewhere, and anyway. they were like, everyone, like, Spider-Man should read this, so it's an old one, it's probably from, like, the 90s, at least. Mm-hmm. If not earlier, and it's like the first part of the story is just kind of typical kind of Spider-Man fighting a bad guy, whatever. And then the second part of the story, is called the Kid Who Collects Spider-Man, and he goes in to this kid and he visits him, and his kid has every single like fucking newspaper clipping of Spider-Man, everything to do with Spider-Man. Absolutely loves Spider-Man. He's chatting to him and Spider-Man's talking to him. And at the end he's like I know who you really are. And he's like, no, you can't do that. Secret identity. And he's like, please, Spider-Man. And so he lets him. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're Peter Parker. You, so you've been getting paid to taking pictures of yourself and stuff, this and all. And then <laughs> so it's really nice, like second half of the comic. And then like the last like panel or two panels is like Spider-Man swinging away. And it shows like uh, whatever's home for kids with cancer. It was just really nice. Yeah. It was like. Uh, but then I remember they actually did it in the animated series. And the whole thing is, it's a Spider-Man like going to visit a terminally ill child. To make them feel better and i was like that is absolutely like the most perfect like essence of spider-man the character and it's like i can't mm-hmm. believe i really wish to bring those into that into the movies it was just such a you know grinded sweet story like like half the comic doesn't take place with any action it's literally him chatting to a child that's cool. So that would be one one of the best things that i in my my list there yeah i thought it was really cool it was very different like you know what i mean
2: what was that called again
1: uh the kid who collects spider-man
2: Yeah.
3: Amazing Spider-Man issue 248. Speaking of Spider-Man. There was that movie with all the (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: Nobody, nobody knew that they were in it. The bigger surprise was Charlie Cox
2: coming back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. I don't know. What was that one called? Uh, Mm? What was that new Spider-Man movie called? No, No Way Home?
1: Far from, no from... No, home, from home, no way. Home, homecoming. Far from home, no way home. Was no way okay. home. way home. Okay. Every, the the first trilogy had home in every
4: part yeah, of it. Yeah. The home, the home trilogy. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's what we're talking about. People mm-hmm. listening. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was like probably one of the biggest movies of last year. I'd say financially. I anyway, know maybe not like critically or whatever, but definitely one of the so, biggest yeah, biggest deals. All, yeah. A lot of hype about it and everything, yeah.
1: I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of I, feel like, this is, I feel lo- like this is a
1: lot of movie too, podcast, but... to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just like we're on this theme, so I'm just thinking we'll just get it, <laughs> get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, well, admit I really did like seeing Toby McGuire back and Andrew Garfield as
4: well.
2: Yeah. Mm. I really liked seeing. Basically, all of them: (laughs) Dark Ark and Green Goblin. Wonderful, fantastic as usual. You know, he did all his own stunts. Really? uh,
1: He—that was his only condition coming back. He was—he's sixty-six. Like he did all of his own stunts. Like whenever, like he's he's fucking like Tom Holland's. Fucking, I was like, no way, and I was like, yeah. He was chatting about interviews. He was like, yeah, that was my only condition coming back. He was like. I just want to do all my own stunts for the sake of it. He's like, I've been seeing what they've been doing since I was doing them, essentially, like, years ago. It was yeah. like, they look really interesting. I was like,
2: what the hell, man? That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, it was class to see him back that role, too. Cause... Yeah, like, and cool. what do you call him? What's Ox. What's Yeah, I was What's trying to remember Ox? his name, too. Oh, it's uh... a really interesting name. Notes, mean... Notes... <laughs> <laughs> Just find some notes. I don't know what they mean. Anyway, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's class too. He's so good in that role. The Remy Spider-Man movies are all perfectly cast, apart from Venom. Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, Doc Ock and Green Goblin and Sandman. Yeah. I don't know why he wasn't in in it properly. He was just kind of like, that actor wasn't it? He was just like... Someone voiced him or something, didn't he? they? They did, didn't they? I think he didn't. I don't think it was that actual actor. And there was one of the other villains from the, from the Andrew Garfield ones. He wasn't in it properly as well, wasn't he? Right? The Lizard? R- yeah, R- that was wasn't him either. They were,
1: I didn't know that. Remember. Oh, that's why he's CGI the whole right? time.
2: Yeah, that's why he's CGI and the other guy's just because they weren't those actors weren't back I think I heard something about that all right. I
1: wonder if they weren't available but, uh,
2: or is it just they weren't like yeah back? or didn't want to I don't know yeah. didn't want to yeah or maybe they just yeah maybe they were just like we've got enough because there's a lot to deal with I suppose but cool. um, yeah we re well, rewatched by we I mean uh, the ones and people I was living with last last year we re-watched all the Spider-Man trilogy I think we did I talk about that on this show before do you
1: I know, you might have. Actually, we watched them all last year, too.
2: Yeah, I think it was last year. Must have Mm. been. And yeah, they're class, like, especially, uh, especially the second one. The second
1: one's the best of the trilogy.
2: Yeah, definitely. First one was class, too. Like, I do really enjoy, like, the, that origin story, and, like, especially, because back then, they, there wasn't really any formula, and Sam Raimi kind of made the formula back when he did yeah. the first Spider Man.
1: And uh, all the Bruce Campbell cameos, which make more sense yeah. now to me. But this man <laughs> that keeps showing up yeah. when I, you know, because I was like probably like 10 whenever the movies came out, so I haven't seen Evil Dead yet. <laughs> and I actually rewatched all the Evil Dead last year, too. I was like, God, that's oh really good so like these guys Yeah. Like I, just yeah, like I the first love one. And then I love watching the first 10 minutes of the second one to just watch that film twice.
2: Evil, De- Evil Dead Two is my favorite, and yeah, I love yeah, that because they just like, like they just re they just rewrite the first one and the first time minutes. Yes, yeah, so you don't even need to watch the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It's, it makes it funnier, I think, to watch the, yeah. the first one's more of the straight up kind of like trying to be a horror. Like it's the camping I'll still too. But the second one, I just went, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. Actually, <laughs> watched a lot of B movies in the past year. Yeah, I've been loving them. Like. It's been, been
2: a while binge of them. <laughs> I think about it. Uh, oh, yeah. and I'm, pr- I, I'm pretty sure I heard when I was watching uh, No Way Home, whenever Doc Ock appears, I'm pretty sure they use some kind of theme from those uh, Raimi movies. Yeah, they but, do. Yeah, there was some, like, some part of me just went like, oh, what's that? I recognise that. And I was like, I think that was, like, the Danny Elfman theme for a second.
1: Mm. I think they did the same with all the three Spider Men. I think they changed their like their theme. I think when they're coming out of like the portals,
2: right.
3: Mm. So I think that was it. Yeah. do it...
2: I think there's any other standouts. I thought it was interesting the um Aunt May be- basically became Uncle Ben. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but that was done really well. Actually, they yeah. did it well. Yeah, and the great power responsibility thing, and then uh, yeah, yeah, and like her, her, like I kind of didn't expect them to kill her off either.
2: No, I wasn't expecting that either. And I do kind of think... like. Hmm? I was going to say, one of the things I thought was pretty cool about the movie was the fact that they explored the other versions of Spider-Man. It kind of made. The current MCU version feel more special because it's like, oh yeah, there are versions There's different versions of Spider-Man, but this is our one. Yeah, yeah. This it's is kind the... of cool, like yeah. It's like you've heard you. It's like it. It almost felt meta in that way, where it's like I've already, already seen this character difference, in the but this is the one we have now, and he's different and he's unique, and it's like okay, cool.
1: Yeah. And they're all like different, yeah. Because I did like all their kind of like bromance moments. Mm. And the whole like, did you hold? You know, did you get the whole thing too with like at one point, Tommy McGuire, Spider Man, is like, I need to stretch my back, and it's because it's also a joke that was done in uh, Spider Man Two, because he like hurt his back and they had to stop filming for ages. Yeah. It's just, it's just just, like there's a joke that's like twenty years old right there. (laughs) They're still going at it, but apparently, yeah. That was the the kind of Hmm? stuff. Go ahead. No, you go first.
2: <laughs> well, I'm bright. going to say some negative, so you should continue your positive
1: thing. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I just kind of like the soft reboot at the end, because it's like they kind of did like a high tech, a very Iron Man inspired Spider-Man. So now they can try and do like a more friendly neighborhood. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of hope- hoping they do kind of do yeah. have more ground level and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Because he has no yeah. money, he has no—you know what I mean. Like, because one of the biggest things about Spider-Man is he's, he's supposed to be like perpetually broke, perpetually unlucky, and all that there kind of stuff. And now they've kind of set it up that he will be that. You know, he's like going to be living in a shit apartment, probably Yeah. trying to do. That's true. You know, like he does—he doesn't have a backing anymore of like um, Tony Stark. Nobody knows who he is.
2: Yeah, he I was just going to say I hadn't really thought about that, but obviously he can't, can't be in the Avengers anymore either because they don't know who he is. Yeah,
1: well the thing that's see that's one thing like they could be like well they know who they know Spider Man was in the Avengers, so there would be records of that, but they might know who the fuck he is. It's kinda it's kinda like you don't know how they're gonna do it, but the way it's looking to me is it looks like they're trying to set him up now to be more like the grounded friendly yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. Which uh, which
2: I think would be good. Yeah, that could be cool. Definitely <laughs> Sorry, what's your, what's your negative? Well I was gonna say like I think that was one of the worst, like, one of the, yeah, I suppose one of the worst things about it was all the fan service made it feel very predictable at times. Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> there's even, her <laughs> in the cinema, I was watching with my sister, and when uh, Willem Dafoe appeared, I was like, you know, I'm of something of a scientist myself, and then like two seconds later, he just said that, and I was like, goddamn. <laughs> 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 I didn't know it as well, but I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that he said that line.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. It's like fucking, isn't it, fucking Bart in the class. Say the line, Bart, say the line. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can remember what he says, because I've seen the meme done so many times with different ones. I can't even remember the original now, like. The Bart one? Yeah, the Bart one. What does he say again?
2: I didn't do it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've just seen the meme so many times yeah. that I forgot. You don't Use think it has things, been replaced.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think one of the worst times was um, whenever... um, What's his name? The Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew what's Garfield? Andrew Garfield. I was going to come. Alex, there. I was like, that's not right. Whenever he, like, saves uh, MJ, I was like, okay, yeah, kind of. Like, I kind of seen that coming, and so did like my sister was like, Oh, yeah, this that was, was so emotional. I was like, Yeah, but I, I kind of knew that they were gonna do that, it's, it's kind of obvious. yeah, but they,
1: that's what they're doing. They closed the, they closed his arc, so now he can he never has to come back for any reason yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can't remember. I feel like there's a few times like that where it was just like it's it would have had way more impact, but but it's like, I it's like, all right, you're doing foreign service, so I already kind of know it's not surprising, but mm. it was still fun. Definitely. If if you're especially if you're a fan of the Raimi Spider Man, then I think it's like uh, it's like it's really it was really fun to go back to those characters and all. Yeah, definitely. And see them have their arc as well, like the villains because the villains always were more interesting than just being villains.
1: Yeah, well that's why Dark that's why Spider Man Two was so good because Dark Ark was such a such a good villain because he was a good and he, guy and then he gets yeah. kind of taken over by the thing and then he yeah. at the end he, he does do like a hero sacrifice and all like yeah yeah just way more interesting than just i'm a baddie yeah <laughs> why because i wasn't loved as a child right? <laughs> i never got i never got a hug till i was fucking 18 years old
2: <laughs> shit like that yeah well that's that's also partially uh, interesting. Like,
4: yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Speaking of
1: Sam Man, <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of Sam Raimi, yes, I did rewatch all of the evil dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've since watched Doctor Strange. I don't think I yeah, I wouldn't have seen it the last time we were chatting, but I've watched it now. Oh multiple. Not in yeah, this I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was I, better than I like, expected. Really. I didn't really have like high hopes or anything for it, so I really enjoyed mm. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I thought the girl that plays America Chavez, like she was good. It was interesting. Yeah.
2: And I don't know much about her. You probably do that character. I
1: actually don't know that much. She's a relatively new character. And I know more about All DC right. kind of like, but I knew a bit anyway. Kind of like, kind of knew what her powers was and knew, like a bit of what she came in. Did actually the Miss Marvel TV series? I knew a lot more about her. but about halfway through that series. It's actually pretty decent. Is it good? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm not up to date with those Marvel series at all either.
1: I Um, am, I really like Miss uh, Marvel because I don't think the villains are that good but I think the girl is really good at just being like, it's a show about a teenage girl who loves superheroes who get superpowers. mm -hmm. And it's like, well, she just does like a young teenage girl kind of well and she's Pakistani. Which is also apparently basically that
2: which is also basically apparently that actress.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's so kind of decent because like that's she knows exactly because apparently one of the complaints of that series was when it first came out the first episode people complained saying she wasn't oppressed enough <laughs> <laughs> and she, she she came back she came back with saying like i'm basically playing myself and then i get super biased, like kind of like the whole thing they've set up like their whole family life and it's like I don't know what people are expecting here to be, they're yeah. expecting like that she has to be super, super fucking like heavily oppressed and all this here kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah. Plus as well, like I work with like, I actually learned a lot about the Muslim faith and stuff. now this year from like working with three Muslim people and I did oh, a yeah. Ramadan with them. And I was like, like, like one thing that really, really, really surprised me was she told me that in Muslim faith, like that has always had, uh, transgenderism, in it, technically. Huh. So in the Mus- in the Muslim faith, there are three genders: male, female, and like a gender X is the way he described it. And he said that in the Quran, it actually states that um um like a woman can be born into a man's body and a man can be born into a woman's body. And I was like, that is really surprising.
2: Me. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing something about this, and there's like a thing where you choose or some or you decide at at some point. <laughs>
1: Maybe I don't know. This is the extent of my knowledge on it, but I just thought that was Can interesting.
2: Something about, I'm, I'm probably not getting this completely right, but it's like I probably think it might either. be like one of those like come like uh, you know like you know those like religious ceremonies. There's always oh, coming like a of of age, of age like reaching kind of like yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, like I at, think there's something tied to that where like at one of them you will like then be like yes I am this. Oh man! Whether you are that oh. your gender. Or something, something like that. I remember hearing, probably getting it wrong. I'll uh, try and remember that the one. fact. Check, check it. <laughs> Editing Owen no here. Uh, I don't really know what I was chatting about here. Um, probably misremembering something I heard about another religion or something like that. But I did find an interesting Vice documentary about uh, transgender Muslims in Indonesia. So I'll link that in the show notes for anyone who wants to check it out.
1: I know what you mean. So it's like a bar mitzvah, or a bat mitzvah, or it's like a fucking a few other ones, like rites of passage. Like for an Irish yeah. Catholic, it's kind of it's kind of getting drunk in a field. <laughs> and it's like then you're fish Irish Catholic. It's
2: whenever you get raped by a priest.
1: I mean, you can't enter manhood at four years old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can be uh... entered by
1: manhood or the fatherhood at four years old. Uh, we were making joke about that the other day because like there's a guy at work and uh, the guy that they do free COVID testing in Abbott and the guy that does the COVID swabs is actually a priest, and <laughs> one of the guys was saying that like one of the guys and he's 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 Protestant and he was like I get the weirdest compliment off her off him the other day he took his COVID swab and he said ah that's a fine specimen there. Yes.
2: And <laughs> and... Somebody I, was like to all the handsome you, young man.
1: Yeah, I was like I was like, oh I think he fancies you so are you gonna call him father or daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh this is so funny. Like it was just it was just like I was like, what a fucking weird comment though, but like he's kinda he, he is a nice man, but he's just a bit odd like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um that's a wee we side note, but um yeah, that, and so we were chatting about Multiverse of Badness. That was Sam Raimi, too. I liked Bruce Campbell's yeah. cameo in that as well, of course.
2: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was. Oh. Uh, the Sam Raimi ness really yeah, elevated that. It
4: was
1: yeah. There's a lot of. Speaking yeah. of Bruce Campbell, the best thing, one of the best things I've seen was, it was there was a petition to get. Uh, Bruce Campbell to replace Amber Heard in Aquaman two, and he responded saying, "Just send me the script. I'll take a look at it." Like, just, like Jesus Christ! <laughs> just like, I would just love a major movie to just do that for the crack. Just have him go in and just have him play it straight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just don't, just don't acknowledge it whatsoever. Just like, we'll go in and the play new Black it Panther.
3: Straight. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, just,
1: <laughs> I just love to see that. Like, I think that'd be so funny.
2: Mm. yeah mm. is there much more to say about Doctor Strange? I don't think so no it's a, it's a it's fun good. lamp better raininess. than I was expecting bit, yeah.
1: yeah as you say there, but if you're a fan of Sam Raimi you're kind of going to like it a bit more because yeah. of, as you're saying the Raiminess.
2: Uh, again if you like those old Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies it's nice to see him back doing a comic book movie as well
3: and yeah and, um,
2: I did watch another Sam Raimi uh, Sam Raimi adjacent movie which I've been meaning to watch for ages and then uh Patrick H. Willems did a video about it. Um mm. the Hudsucker proxy. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't think I've if I've ever even heard of it. It's uh, uh it's kinda like I suppose like a cult classic at this stage. Um it's the Cohen Brothers. Um okay.
3: and, um
2: what's it, what's his name? in it? Your boy from uh Oh my god. <laughs> I can what he's in What?
3: Charles what did I think? Like? <laughs> Andy Dufresne? Actor?
2: Yeah, that actor.
3: Fuck. He's
1: also in Fuck. Green Lantern. Such me. <laughs> <laughs> he is also in Green Lantern. So let's take it with Tiddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, I know, on, but Andy Dufresne is.
2: I'll put it in the edit if we can't think of it. Um, it or, no, I'm just <laughs> me. You think, and I'll talk, talk about Okay, that. yeah. So it's Sam Raimi adjacent because it's Coen Brothers, but Sam Raimi, it's a script that they wrote together like years and years beforehand, but never used. They did like a couple of movies together, I think, before that mm-hmm. as well, which weren't very big or even good. <laughs> and then I think the Korn brothers did must have been Raised in Arizona mm. something anyway one of their early movies where they got like a they did really well and then they got like a big budget and they were just like oh let's make that movie that we've always wanted to so they got Sam Raimi back as like producer and he like directed he was head of like the se- I can't remember what it's called now the second dairy like uh
1: I think second so like secondary stripper. director oh, okay. like I know, yeah, so know in the like, term
2: for Yeah they basically it's like there's always that in a movie where they assign like a they assign someone else like pick up shots or whatever so he does like a big like montage scene in the middle of it which was what the whole Patrick H. Williams video was about But uh yeah great movie uh it's like um the whole thing is that like his character uh he invents a hula hoop but the whole time it's just a circle on a piece of paper. And he like he's like, I oh, got got this great idea. And he like show it to someone. And it'll just be like, you know, for kids. <laughs> and that's the only explanation. And then he yeah. eventually find out that what he's invented is the hula hoop. <laughs> 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 but uh it's like the movie is Paul Newman is like the kind of I suppose big bad. Ooh. And it, he like um his boss commits suicide. And there's some like loophole where their stocks are public, so they need to like tank the stocks and then buy them all up among like the board members. So they hire, it's gonna have to call Matthew to frame to uh
1: Tim, Tim Robbins.
2: Tim Robbins, yes, <laughs> thank God oh, for that. I was
1: waiting for my moment.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you looked it up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they hired Tim Robbins. To, to basically be like the head of the company and knowing that he's gonna fuck it up so then all the stock prices will drop and then they can buy them all up then. But uh yeah, really good movie, really good fun. Uh it's kinda like it reminds me of like those old like black and white movies where it's like really sharp dialogue and it's like really like really quick, unnatural dialogue but like in a really fun way. Yes, And aye, good movie. Check it out. Good. Um Oh, we did. I just noticed. I have a note that one of the things I watched last year was I rewatched the first season of Daredevil. That's relevant because uh, I think I must have started rewatching it after uh, Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he was in it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean still
1: think think can... that first season is still kind of like that's fucking, fucking perfection. Classic. Like,
2: yeah, it's really, really good. I mean, need to go back and continue watching it, I'll do it at some point, but. Yeah, that first. I don't
1: know. I don't know if it was properly the first one, but I always heard that apparently it kind of started the trend of the whole binging because like they released like those thirteen episodes in like one go, and it was like the start of like proper like people getting in binging because it was like holy shit! Like you know, comic book fans are pretty diehard, and it was like <clears throat> they really like it's because it's a, it, it's a slow burner, but it's very well paced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was, there's no like lull, and there's like yeah, lot a lot of twists and turns. Right. And Even about, like, the way.
2: Even the way they uh, introduce it, like the origin story, is in the second episode.
3: Yeah, it's like it starts off.
2: Oh, it starts off with your wand that works for them, and what I can't remember now. She's she's gonna leave. Page. Yeah, she's gonna leak, leak these files, and then she gets in trouble and all like, and then hmm. that. It starts, but it doesn't like give you the origin of Daredevil until the second episode. And it goes into the flashbacks of like his dad and the boxing and all this here and like his accident and everything. Mm. It's just, it's really well done and all like, like that. And it's like, and it's so much grittier than I remembered as well. Like going back, like, it feels like I felt really fresh after watching mm. like the Marvel movies for so long to go back and be like, oh, this is like refreshing all over again because like the. The like Marvel movies are so clean and stuff in a way, like, and it just feels so much grittier and dirtier. It's class.
1: Yeah, like he, like he, like you know, he's like punching people and they're like knocked out and he still keeps going and he like fucking, <laughs> and he just screams and but he gets fucking a lot of kickings himself. Yeah, you know I mean, there's, there's like one episode. Where oh he yeah, he's like nearly dead. <laughs> yeah, but there's like one episode where he like kicks the shit out of himself and then the entire next episode is him recovering as well, which I really liked because it's yeah. like there's a full like it's not, uh, there's like, a whole
2: episode where it's. Heavy him and the night nurse and he just like can't do anything yeah. and like yeah and that's really great because they're coming when to like find him and all and it's like really tense and it's a mm.
1: yeah but it's like so different to see that too usually like fucking it's like a few patches up and it's like oh I'll be alright and he's like no I need to sit here and I need to like meditate because I know some fucking weird meditation thing and then then you get the kind of extended like an origin of you have Stick coming in in like Mm -hmm. the sixth episode and he's class Scott Glenn and that character like and you know that kind of gives you more of like an insight into you know right? he had his accident and he has those powers but how the fuck can he kick the shit out of everyone (laughs) yeah that kind of a way like yeah Uh, um, yeah no
2: must I still to think it's
1: much just And season three is really good as well. Well, season two is good too, but I think... I don't think I ever watched season, season three.
2: I kind of... Oh, well fell. Worth it. I dropped after some point, but I heard season three is amazing, yeah. But I think that was mm. where I dropped. Because I want to go I, I want to go back. I to
1: play that's just brilliant.
2: I want to go... That's like why I started because I want to go back and just... Instead of bothering about like the parts of that like that i didn't really care about like i'm not going to bother with jessica jones and i don't think i finished i watched the first season of jessica jones i liked it i didn't Mm -hmm. what do you call him luke cage defenders i didn't like so i'm just going to go back and watch basically just daredevil and punisher
1: (laughs) well fair enough the only thing i'll say is like most of you've seen defenders is i I told peter to go back and um, watch daredevil because he i don't he was like I think he said he watched like one or two episodes and like he, did, he liked it and he re watched it then and he re watched all three seasons. But of course, he didn't realize he was like, because like the first season of Jesse Jones is really good. Second one's, mm-hmm. I didn't finish it. First season of Luke Cage I didn't even is pretty good. It, I don't think. The first season of Luke Cage is pretty good. Didn't, didn't finish the second I season. I watched
2: after Cotton Mouth died. I was like, I don't care anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of gets worse there because they should have yeah. kept him
2: as the main villain because he was
1: fuck. Yeah, he was way better. Yeah, he's actually back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so he's gonna be Blade. Oh yeah, that's right. It's pretty sweet. But um, maybe they'll,
2: um, uh, maybe it'll be in in canon, and he didn't actually die; he just turned into a vampire. But <laughs> It'd be wild well funny. Like I heard a theory. It was something to do with Doctor Strange. I think where, uh, I think it was like something Scarlet Witch did to make. Vampires real in the MCU or something? Oh right. There's like apparently or some theory is like one of the stuff she did was like that caused vampires to exist and that's why they're only coming into it now or something.
1: No, right. There was a rumour that apparently there might have been like a silhouette of like who was it in you know what the end scene that there was a silhouette. There was rumors that there might be a silhouette of like maybe some X Men characters in there and also someone else too, a big villain, I think. But that wasn't ever confirmed nor denied, I don't mm. think.
2: We didn't talk about. We didn't talk about fucking Jim from the office getting turned into spaghetti. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. That was great, though. That was absolutely. Like, I know that
1: was fan service, but I thought that was yeah. class. And then fucking Professor that was pretty X funny.
4: coming in. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, <yeah>, like, <laughs> like, that was great. Like, I love, I that was
2: that. <laughs> the funniest moment in the movie which was not supposed to be funny <laughs> but <laughs> Professor X I think... to do a mind thing on Scarlet Witch and he like holds his temple and points his finger and he's like he's in his big plastic seat so his arms are way up in the air and he's <laughs> like like yeah. fucking Patrick's shirt it's like I just bust out like, and it's so
4: terrible like
1: Nah, man, do you know what I bust out laughing at is the way she fucking killed Blackbolt. I thought that was brilliant. Oh, you know, he God, fucking yeah. covers his mouth and then he just like, fucking shoots himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's so funny, because, like, he is
4: supposed it doesn't, it
2: to be, doesn't, like... It also doesn't really make sense for <laughs> his character. <laughs> because, like, his whole thing is that he con- he's, like, really in control and never, like, shouts or anything because it can, like, mm-hmm. kill people. Kill, like, the universe,
1: pretty much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> But then he just goes, <laughs> yeah,
1: fucking <laughs> <laughs> essentially shoots him, shotgun blasts himself to death. I also thought that was actually pretty graphic for the movie. I was uh, like, that must be like their gore budget, like you know. But I thought yeah, 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 I he, the way he,
2: um, my on Mister Incredible was killed. I thought that was pretty brutal too. <laughs>
1: Mister Incredible, you mean Mister Fantastic? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like put three play-doh machine like just <laughs> yeah I thought that was
1: so funny but then like I thought it was funny too that this was like the B Avengers so they were like oh it's sweet. We can just murder these ones in a way yeah they're like Captain Carter and all of them like
2: yeah but
3: um
2: what's gonna say yeah it was like you could kind of get away with it because it's like it's like oh these aren't the Avengers they're like
3: um Yeah, like a shitty version
2: that this universe has that can't actually compete with, like, the Scarlet Witches from our universe. It's like another one of those things, like, oh, there's different universes, but just remember, the one we have is the best. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it was kind of weird. I think in that movie
1: they called the one it was they called it or 616 which is kind of mad because that's yeah. actually the main comic universe so i was like i expected that it was going to be something else because it's like it's not the main comic universe and usually they just do designate them all different arts for the sake of it yeah
2: but that's what yeah. uh the rick and Mark, marty comic book did oh i like... know i
1: have like i have like a of 10 volumes of it i got oh, like a yeah? 20 quid somewhere yeah but yeah somewhere i like
2: it. yeah i remember I read a few of them but yeah I like that I like that today that they specified that like this is a different universe so it's like it's like it's all canon but it's not related
1: yeah but that means that they can create their own kind of continuity yeah so that's why it works so well because it's like you aren't because then they're completely out of the constraints of anything the show does
2: yeah and it can be but it still can just be like no this is already happening but it just doesn't affect anything like it it's cool Mm.
3: yeah
2: Yeah. Um, Um, where were we Talking about Daredevil, I don't really need to talk about that anymore. Uh, uh, did you watch the new Matrix movie? No, actually. Oh, That's what I, one I that meant either, to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be deleted. But I, but I did re-watch the original trilogy and uh, the Animatrix.
1: Oh, the Animatrix is class. I haven't yeah. seen that in years that I always remember the one in the animatrix is that the guys the guys keep jumping and then they like don't they don't hit the grind for like a foot and then they fall.
3: I think isn't that one. Mm. Like that. Is that kind a scene of... in the animatrix? Where did I make that up? Sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> no, I think it is.
1: I don't know why I always really liked that one for some reason.
2: Yeah. It's kind of a blur. We watch, me and my sister watched them all, but um. Yeah. God damn it! That first movie is. Amazing. Mm. I'd forgotten like how good it is. It's been years and years since I've seen it. It's. Do you know? Did you another know one the time, of those things you you just describe as perfection. Like it's so well done.
1: I remember hearing. Did you know the Matrix came out in like nineteen ninety nine? Actually, this is another thing I was gonna say. <laughs> Do you know like nineteen ninety nine was like an insane year for movies. It was like American Beauty, The Matrix. Oh shit! I have to get up. I have to get up a list because it's actually mad. There's like a bunch of like literally groundbreaking movies that all came out in like
3: 1999,
2: and a lot of very similar themes too. I would say I would actually like the two like even American Beauty and The Matrix. I think have a very similar kind of theme of like breaking out
3: of a like a
2: a secure job <laughs> even I watched uh, Office Space recently and they like laugh about it like that that follows the same thing too where like they don't want to like keep doing their job and uh, mm-hmm. like there's a line in it where your guy's like "Well, do you want to keep doing this to your 50 or whatever and then like the other guy's like Well wow, that'd be amazing to have that kind of job security
1: yeah I know <laughs> I just love it because it's the difference of all of them and you see since working in a lab and an office like I just appreciate that movie more and more because yeah. it just fucking it gets so many things right
2: the uh, kind of Fight Club was ninety nine too, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, is that you just about to say I got a list up here? It's like Fight Club, yeah. Girl Girl Interrupted, The Sixth Sense, Star Wars the Phantom Menace, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Eyes Wide Shut, Ten Things I Hate About You, Um Ossi The Spy Who Shagged Me, Mystery Men, Wild Wild West, The Iron Giant, Sleepy Iron Hollow Galaxy Quest, Yeah. The World yeah. Is Not Enough. Um It's Like So That's uh, That's Quite A Lot Like you yeah. know what I mean, like, there's fucking, like, a lot of them are kind of groundbreaking too, like.
2: Mm. But yeah, like, Matrix, American Beauty, Fight Club, like, mm. they're all... The Green out. Mile? There was a lot of, like, that uh, theme in, in, in like, the late 90s of things were so kind of secure and all. And there's a lot of, like, movies that are about breaking out of that security. Even, mm. like, uh, American Psycho, which was, what, 2000, 2001, was kind yeah, of on so. that theme as well. Like, so many movies were just, like, based around those kind of jobs and then, like, something really interesting happening. Mm. Like, I watched American Beauty recently and it's interesting. It's, like, the theme of that is almost that the American dream, falling American dream is the cause of, like, all his problems and then he starts like doing his own thing and it makes his life way better. <laughs> well, I
1: find it funny because now if you watch that movie it's kind of interesting because if they had replaced the teenage girl next door with a teenage boy, it's just pretty much Kevin Spacey's life.
2: <laughs> and if that boy was played by Bruce Campbell, then that would have been a great movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like Bruce Campbell can play anything, like, you know. Um... <laughs> I want a movie like being John Malkovich, but it's being Bruce Campbell.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) The sequel. Um, Oh, there's a good movie that I watched that came out last year. French Dispatch. Did you see that? No, actually, that's the Wes Anderson one, isn't it? That's the one I keep meaning to watch. Yeah, that was one of the ones i seen in the cinema. That was great. I really enjoyed that. It's very Wes anderson though, so if you're not already a fan, then you're probably... Well, I don't know. It's hard to know. You probably won't because it's very quirky, and but it's a lot of fun because of that. And yeah. I did... I think it was good to see the like, I've never seen any of his movies in
3: the cinema, so... Or, no, I don't...
2: Oh. I'm trying to remember, did I watch Eye the Dogs in cinema? I loved, do- I i love dogs.
1: I seen that in the cinema actually, yeah. Did I see that with you in the cinema? I can't remember if I seen that in
3: the I, cinema.
1: i definitely seen that one in the cinema anyway.
4: Mm,
1: I can't I actually, speaking of West yeah. Anderson, what? I actually re-watched re- rewatched the Grand Budapest Hotel there not too long ago. That would have been a couple of weeks ago. I really love good. Kinda of forgot that the modern Flash Thompson is the main get ga- one of the main guys in it in the spider-man <laughs> movies yes it's a, make a wee connection there he's the fucking the bellhop is the is the bully in the modern spider-man all movies. right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna watch it and Fair, i was like yeah. that's so funny like because he's fucking yeah. he's fantastic in the grand Budapest hotel like
2: yeah that was the movie that got me into wes anderson
1: mm. but i just love that movie because there's so much of the guy that ralph finds but he's like he, he sometimes mm. just insults people and then he asks for an explanation as to why they did it they give an explanation he's like Sorry. <laughs> he just completely backtracks everything he did. <laughs> he does it to him at one point. I was like, I don't know why. That's just so fucking funny. Like, but it's very yeah. well done. Apparently Harvey Cartel's, there's a scene where he slaps the bellhop guy in the face. I can't remember his name, but he, they had to film that scene like 57 times and every single time <laughs> Harvey Cartel fa- slapped him in the face pretty hard. <laughs> That's acting, man, you know, I guess.
3: Um. I'm going to say, sort of a weird kind of segue, because I said B and John Malkovich.
1: I was watching an interview with Ashlyn B and John Malkovich the other night, and that reminded me, I watched a really good TV series with Paul Rudd and Ashlyn B in it. Oh, oh,
2: what's that called again? Living, Living With, with Yourself? Yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was I heard really good. I think I, just... I think I like started watching it and got distracted and forgot to make it. Okay. Ashley Ashley B is really really good in it. Mm, I like,
1: like she's her. Really, I really like her too. I think she's really funny. But like she, Did like is, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say she, there is like a bit of comedy in it, but there's like you know you know it's kind of drama too, sort of. But she does that yeah. there really well too. But um, I watch it was what show,
2: Her show, uh, this way up.
1: I actually haven't seen it. I keep meaning to watch it. That's her show that she wrote now, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Uh, I was asking if you'd seen Fleabag actually
1: i have actually only seen the second season. I keep meaning to watch the first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's just the kind of category I put this way up in, probably. Probably. There's yeah. another one. There's another one Scott recommended. Can't cope, will cope. That was another Irish one. There I've was two. Heard of se- it. There was two seasons of it, but then one of the main girls died suddenly. So.
3: God.
2: Yeah. She's quite young too. It's pretty sad.
1: Really sad, yeah. Yeah. Still so have to watch the season three Derry Girls as well. Ah, uh, same. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, just thinking, because popped into my head because I watched Living with Yourself shortly after Possibly up there with one of the best things I've ever seen. It's like Peacemaker was one of the best things I've ever seen because it was quite funny, but it's a lot of, like kind of sort character kind of development stuff in it. it. Was like it was nice, very well done. Then there was Severance. Oh, just, that was class. That was possibly like I absolutely, absolutely. Love that like Mm -hmm. that was fucking incredible like that was that was excellent that was just perfection to me like that is like the most like that's like we're like taking all the boxes for like exactly the type of sci-fi i like where it's yeah semi-futuristic it's like you know it has kind of like it's really based in the real world and it has Mm -hmm. like kind of commentary on it but not without being too like fantastical either just like it's you know everything you know that doesn't seem beyond the realm of possibility in at least mud. The only thing I was kind of sickened about was I was kind of spoiled with it and the fact that the season was out. Mm. And I watched it all. And then I really really just wanted to keep watching it. Mm. <laughs> I was like I actually don't know where to fucking go from this. It was kind of one of those things like
2: mm-hmm. Yeah it's very good. Mm-hmm. I watched a great uh, video then um, after I finished watching it that Skip Intro did. And it was like can't remember what he called it exactly something like the the locations of severance or like something like that but it's basically going into the way the places and the even like the the way the rooms are laid out and how that all like the part the part that i played in it and it's really interesting uh like you went into all these really cool things like You'd think from the like from the title, it felt like it was um that'd be like a really like sh- like a- area to, or like way to explore the show, but it was Thanks. actually like really interesting. I like learned a lot of cool things like from I you don't know like, went into all these like different kind of philosophies and stuff too. It was really cool. Really cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: show. I think so. Yeah, one of my
2: great performances oh. from from. uh, from, uh Especially from what do you call him? Adam Scott?
1: Adam Scott, yeah. Probably the only serious role of Cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> All I could think of was like Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec. <laughs> you know? and it was yeah. Yeah, like, this is great. Like,
2: really liked even like the, the sort of subtle shifts that he uh, does, like just when he's gone, like transition as well. Oh, it's was, it was yeah. interesting started watching it i'd forgotten what it was about so like when i started watching i was like what the hell is going what is this show again <laughs> <And I completely laughs> shot the whole premise of it yeah when she's running out and come back in i was like what what is this again and then when it was yeah. revealed, i was like oh yeah i knew i
1: knew that i was <laughs> yeah but, but it's like it's just like what the hell yeah i love that there she keeps going out and yeah. like fucking uh and uh like fucking the dance party as well
2: <laughs> I just yeah. loved that scene what was the song it was like rebellious jazz or something
1: yeah it was it It was just so fucking psychotic like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and, yeah um, it was great
3: hmm.
2: yeah definitely one of the best shows last year um, yeah. another one for me Succession the show that I always talk
3: about season 3 was fantastic I haven't watched any of it never.
2: so good it's kind of up there with, like, uh, like, if you like, like, Severance has a sort of social commentary, Succession does. Another good show I watched, White Lotus. They're all, yeah. they all have, like, a, they explore the, kind of, the world in a sort of similar way, if that makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I... I feel I don't want to say too much about Succession because I feel like I'm always talking about Succession. But it's class. That's fair. Season 3 was fantastic as well. If you haven't if you watched some of Succession, I know a lot of people think that like they like the season 2 wasn't great and it probably did mm-hmm. dip a little bit compared to the first one, but I think season 3 really ramps up again. Mm. Uh, I just think it's the best best shit on TV. Check it out. I will say uh give it a chance if you're watching it because it doesn't sort of uh it doesn't explain or like it doesn't hold your hand in what kind of show it is so it takes a couple of episodes to kind of get into it and like the characters are purposefully unlikable and because they're terrible people <laughs> but then as the show goes on that's part of like the thing that it does cuz you start like you start rooting for them, even though you also know that they're pieces of shit. Uh, is, is so, it
1: like it's kind like you pick the lesser evil? You're like, this guy's probably the least least piece of shit. So, like, you know, I want him to do well, but the rest of them can fuck himself.
2: <laughs> you don't really want any of them to do well, but you kind of get to know them. So you're kind of, like, half rooting for them. And And sometimes someone is less, yeah, someone is, like, better than the others. So you're kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like a couple at the start, especially there's a couple of like, uh, like gateway characters, I suppose you could call them, where they're like your way in. Like there's the cousin Greg, who he starts off and he's working for like the equivalent of Disneyland, and he's like a mascot, Ooh. but then he like uh, falls over and throws up in it and everything, and uh, loses his job. But it turns out his uncle is like the guy who owns the whole thing, so his mom was just like, just call your uncle and get your job. So he's like part of the family but he's an outsider so he's kind of you learn about things through his lens a little bit at the start and there's another character who's going out with the sister in the family so he's kind of like a bit more outside as well he's kind of working his way up so there you're kind of ways in at the start and then you kind of get to know everyone but uh, it's just class very very like uh, there was something like this I was watching recently oh Barry
1: oh I haven't watched that yet either that's supposed to be very good It's Bill Hader
2: yeah they're the the humor in both those shows I find is very similar where you get really sucked in and then like something really like darkly funny happens and you just like laugh because it's kind of you're a lot of time you don't see it coming and it's just way more funnier way more funnier way funnier because of that um I'll talk about White Lotus for a bit too did
1: we
0: chat about this show before
1: I think I mentioned it before, but or, see, but I don't know if it was on the show or if it was me talking to you. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's, that's another good one. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'll just talk about it briefly. Um, it was Mike White, who you may know from shit movies as The School of Rock. <laughs> it's a show he did, and it's got uh, what do you call that? Oh, Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> from uh, <laughs> American Pie. She's in it. Mm. Um, is she fucking what
1: do you call him mom Diffler Diffler's Diffler? mom yeah Diffler that's right oh, Diffler oh yeah 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 <laughs> I was just thinking I was like is that who that is yeah <laughs> okay.
2: yeah she's in it um, Alexandra Daddario is that her name
1: I think I know I know that name for some reason yeah.
2: she's extremely hot and she's in predetective.
1: Detective oh okay I am sent Detective so
2: all right, and for somehow Woody Harrelson banging her—that makes no goddamn sense. Anyway, oh <laughs> <laughs> um, back to our daddy kinks. <laughs> <laughs> She's in it. there's a few other there's a guy that's in the office. Um, he's in it. a few recognizable people, Ooh. and it's like the people that it follows. All the people I've mentioned are they go they appear in this resort in Hawaii on a boat and they're like the elite, the like the high rollers, the ones that paid the most money and the show kind of follows them and it kind of goes into exploration of like, I suppose like privilege and colonialism and everything as well, because it it's like in Hawaii and there's like performances that the locals do and, um, there's stuff where like the mom of one of the families, she's talking about how she like she thinks she's mm-hmm. really woke because she loves Hillary Clinton and all, and then her daughter is like taking the piss out of her, but like it's kind of obvious at the same time that like because the way it like goes in, the way it's exploring these like generational things, it's like oh yeah, well she's woke now, but then she's gonna grow up and think she's woke, and
0: it's just yes. a, a lot
2: of a lot of that kind of stuff. But I uh, really well done. It's a wee like short. It was a wee mini series, but I think it did get it renewed. But it's like self contained. And I think the plan for any further season will be like another uh, you know, like self contained. It might be another might be another group of people kind of doing yeah. the same thing, maybe, or
1: just to explore different yeah. characters, which is still but a good aye, idea.
2: Good watch. Another one of those ones where the humor is like kind of it's quite dark and comes out of nowhere and it's pretty bleak at times too. But aye, another good show.
1: I was just thinking, another good show, I kind of started watching randomly, but then it's there's new episodes coming out all the time now, and this is, just to keep it lighter and it's not bleak, is I really enjoyed Only Murders in the Building, if you've heard of that.
4: I have heard of that.
1: It's with Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez, but you know, it's like two of the three classic comedians back together, but yeah. the first season was really good. It's actually, and it's still set in like a building in New York, obviously murder takes place. I think the murder mystery is good enough and the comedy is good You know what I mean? Like the comedy is, is very good, but then the murder mystery isn't like, I don't think it was like watered down uh-huh. for the sake of the comedy, if you know what I mean? So like the mm-hmm. actual, that there part is pretty interesting, but it's very interesting. It's very like modern because like they all, they all become friends because they all love true crime podcasts and then a murder happens in the building they're like oh my god we can make our own true crime podcast kind of a thing (laughs) it's just like (laughs) but it's it's quite funny like but it is it is quite good i would recommend that but it's just it's a very enjoyable watch
2: nice yeah Yeah, i heard about that i forgot all about it I must check that out
1: and then of course just thinking of like one of the top things of the year year and a half ever for me obviously i have to bring this up because bringing up all the time is See, I've listened to the ending of the Glass Cannon podcast, all 326 episodes, even though it's a wee bit more because the last episode was three parts and there's a couple of three parts. So it was
2: episode 100 and 200, I think. And 200 was at least two parts. Yeah. <laughs> As Matthew it's, always points out. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he finds the numbers arbitrary on certain yeah. things, you know. Which so is, 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 is it, is it finished? It's finished, yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I noticed, I, think- uh, I noticed there's like new, new. There was a new podcast and stuff starting. Yeah, I'm at.
3: Uh, let's see how far I'm on date now.
2: Season two hundred twenty six. Uh for context, one of the best things happened in it where they're they go into fight they're in the volcano and they're fighting a lot of fire giants and this like lieutenant comes up and they start a fight but uh, there's a great moment where uh, should I should I talk about this I go for it big one if anyone's <laughs> yeah, going to start like, listening... I was going to say squatters, and I was like who the fuck's actually listening to this <laughs> anyway <laughs> like, no, it's not it's not a Marvel movie like yeah. there's like one of our listeners who started what, listening to the glass cannon because of this now I'm going to ruin it on them <laughs> Anyway, Jimmer gets they teleport and Jimmer like attacks a fire giant and they get first of all, they're like outnumbered. There's five of them because there's Thun in the in the party. And there's mm. six fire giants. And they like dimension door over this fire giant. And Jimmer crits with his first attack and slices the fire giant in half and just insta-kills him because of the crit criteria is a is like an insta-kill. And I was just like, that is so badass. Can you imagine like the like if like that wasn't like a i don't know just like thinking about it like as like the the fire giants are like all right we got this we've outnumbered them and then like first move they teleport over slice one and a half you just instantly be like oh shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many great moments like that oh well, there was there was a there's a moment i don't want to say it too because it'll spoil
1: it but there's a moment towards like i think it's in the last 10 episodes that just had me in hysterics of laughter like but it was it's just so, such a good it was such a good move by one of the characters. But yeah. it was just the way he figured it out, it was just like but then it was like Troy who's the Dodge Master He was like
3: fuck it's just
1: so annoying because it was like it was perfectly perfectly within the rules of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just exactly like he he got it right, you know, that kind of way. But um yeah, because how, I mean, the... how many episodes are there, did you say? 326. So you're a hundred, you've a hundred
3: left. Oh. Oh my God. You know. No.
1: And then if, I, sure, I suppose I probably would have finished Androids and Aliens too. And then I might say, I've listened to, I listen to other stuff. I do like Legacy of the Ancient, which is run by Skid, but he'd ran at a, Is that a ran, Patreon one? Yeah, it's a Patreon one. He, but he'd, he'd run the, the, what do you call it? Adventure path. A couple times before, but never finished it.
2: All right. So yeah.
1: he, he, he knows it really, really well. But what's cool yeah. is to, there's one of them where they go to a part where they're not actually, it's not actually a part of like the venture, but what he did was there was a module written for that part and he adapted it to the thing for them. Ah, but it was really, really, really cool. well really well done. So it was like, even though it was not a part of the adventure, they got like this kind of like a scenario out of it.
2: And yeah.
1: I don't know. I've just been really enjoying it. I'm listening to, I listen to a lot of stuff now to be honest. I've been flying through. They have a thing called Get in a Trunk. And it's like <laughs> Delta Green. It's called. It's like the game system, but it's essentially like the X Files. But it is absolutely hilarious. Some of the stuff they're doing it. Like some of the stuff is just over the top.
2: Where's that one on? Is that a? And is some that on Patreon
1: Patreon, unfortunately. A lot of You might be able to get some of yeah, going to say a
2: lot of the Patreon stuff is on YouTube as well, which is pretty.
1: Cool. If you listen to a new game, who this they actually do Delta Green on that, and it's like the first yeah. season of it. But oh, there's some absolutely fucking brilliant stuff in that... it. Like,
2: oh, where's that new one? That I seen. There's isn't the time network. for chaos. No. This one oh. was available not as Patreon though, so I don't know what it was. Uh,
1: but I think Time for Chaos is Patreon. Maybe
2: that one? I don't know where it is now, it's not on my list here. But whatever, it's grand. Yeah, and um Andrew Nalens and is done as well, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen oh yeah, because they changed the feed to glass kind of network, so they're onto something new.
1: Yeah. They're actually they've expanded quite a bit and have a good few new shows and they've mm. a couple other things coming up and i've been listening yeah. you can listen to their live you can listen to their live show as well that's what's going to be replacing their old feed is they listen to their live show and i've listened to about 15 episodes of that that's pretty good too some of the stuff like it's interesting on the live show though because it's like you know that it's unedited so you know they have to do it but like i think because the live show started a couple of years ago there's like the, <laughs> they sometimes bring it up in other podcasts it was like their fourth show their fourth ever live show and it was in dallas and Matthew at one point is like, I don't remember the last half hour. I don't remember the last hour of that show. Like they all just get absolutely wasted <laughs> drunk. Like they get fucking like absolutely at one point, like Troy is like, you do this. I'm going to go pee because they're just like drinking. Like people are just buying them shots, flat, flat, flat. And then they end up absolutely wasted by the end of it. Like it's <laughs> funny. Years later, they still talk about it. Like they're like, yeah, Jesus Christ, I was so hung over the next day, that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, oh, yeah. One of the best movies that we... We don't have to talk about. We've talked about it enough. F9. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Teen out of teen.
1: <laughs> and then, of course, the Batman's going to be up there, too. That was in the past year and a half.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: that's
1: right. Yeah, but I think we talked about that. Just, Just briefly. That yeah. Um... Do you know what I actually watched recently and I loved it and I'd never seen it before. And you actually said on air, so it made me remind me of this film, if you can guess what film, when you said on air. Uh
2: is it that one? Uh is it Brandon Fraser's in it? No, Con Air. Oh, Air. Oh, I thought you were yeah. right. <laughs> I was thinking of that. What's that movie where like they get locked in the uh radio station or something? I think it's like Brett, I think maybe Brendan Fraser. Oh, I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think I've actually seen it, but I
1: know what you're on about. Is it Airheads? Oh, is
2: it like? The, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. It's so like, yeah, I was,
1: yeah. I've I've always meant to watch that because that's supposed to be funny. They like they like yeah. take a radio station hostage or something.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tell me about Con Air. <laughs> not to be God, but... not to be confused with Aircon, which is great no. on this we're having. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd never seen Connor
1: before, and I was like, "God, like this movie sometimes gets a bit of hate, but it also gets a bit of love." And it's like, I, don't, mm. I can't understand the hate. Mm. Just that's, <laughs> I haven't
2: watched it in years, but I remember enjoying it.
1: The only thing I do not understand, and I mean this, the only thing I really do not understand is at the start of the movie, like he gets sent to prison for um killing somebody by accident in a fight, and he's mm-hmm. like sent to prison for like ten years because he's like in the military, so he's supposed to be a trained weapon, so he should have more restraint. I was just kind of like, "That's so unrealistic." He would definitely get away with that crime. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, "There's no way in hell that he would not get away with that crime." Like in America, you, I just don't who's think. Who's in that again?
2: Is Charlie Sheen in that? I don't I
1: think, think so. Else. Colin Meaney's in it. John Cusack. Yeah. John John Malkovich. Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage.
2: Nicolas Cage
1: and it might be all the big ones There's, no no Steve Buscemi's in it too right. and Steve Buscemi has the weirdest character arc in that he like he's like the crazy killer and he like looks pure nice and then they like let him out he's like you know like Hannibal Lecter spec and he keeps saying this weird stuff and then they land in the grind, and then he goes and he chats to this little girl and then he doesn't kill her it seems like they have a nice conversation and then they end up in Vegas and then the last scene with him is just him winning a lot of money at the tables <laughs> it's just like it's just like alright I guess Connor the look.
2: movie where Nicolas Cage has a beautiful lock of hair he does yeah there's it's actually like that one entire one scene
1: yeah he like steps <laughs> off the bus and it's just like, <laughs> it's like 10 good. seconds of him like oh. <laughs> just loving it like and I was like what a great haircut I pretty much have that
2: <laughs> well speaking of Nicolas Cage unless you've got anything else you want to say about Connor just the, one of the best movies ever made, of course. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch that as well. It's been I I haven't watched that since I was I don't know, almost been a teenager. Yeah, long time ago anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Speaking of Nicolas Cage, one of the best movies I've seen from the last year was Peg. Did you see that?
1: No, but I think I heard of it. That's like in, like Nicolas Cage is supposed to be doing like a resurgence almost of like really good movies. They're supposed to be He's like just... or is that
2: big. Like... I think people are. Just... Just learning how to use them, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, um, there was that one Mandy from a few years ago. I heard that was. I feel really like good, I think that was yeah. the first, first of the, of the, of this like wave, mm. like, he's like he's utilized perfectly in that where he's quite restrained a lot of time, but then sometimes he goes a bit crazy. But it's like it's right. Yeah. And this one, I don't know how much I can talk about this because it's kind of genius in how it uh what it does with your expectations. So like even the way the movie like when this movie came out, the way it was talked about online and everything was oh this is John Wick but with Nicolas Cage and a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage owns a truffle pig and the truffle pig gets kidnapped and this this is the setup to the um revenge story.
3: Mm-hmm. But the
2: <laughs> I'm reluctant to say too much because part of the experience is the way your expectations get subverted. Like like that description is only so accurate. Like it's not complete it's not the full story, but it's a good way to know what's coming. Mm-hmm. But even like the way they, I think the, the makers of the movie knew that they were releasing this into that, into a world where John Wick exists. So they knew you would get that comparison. And they knew that like hiring Cast and Nicolas Cage would have a certain expectation. And they knew like all these things that would, you as a viewer, you will make these parallels and then they play with them in certain ways. And it's fantastic movie. Mm-hmm must watch 100% especially if you enjoyed John Wick and, and did you watch Nobody was that last year? Nobody that I mean, might have been 2020 no I think I've got a feeling that might nobody? have been 2021 it's John Wick with Saul Goodman <laughs> no what's his name again? Bob and Kirk. Yeah. yeah yeah that was another class movie it's like John Wick but more fun basically yeah but pretty Fucking gritty like. And it's like uh yes. the setup for that one was something like he there's home invaders and they steal something from his house and then he has to go try and get it. It's like a I think it's like a bracelet his daughter gave him or something. Mm. So he's going to he goes to get that back and has a big like thing. But you don't what you is that all I should say, or should I just give a little bit more context? I think give away a little bit more. What you discover then, is that even though his life appears to be like really normal, he actually like has a past as this kind of like enforcer person, so he knows what he's doing, and it gets like, uh, it's pretty gritty, and but it's also like quite funny at points too. It's mm-hmm. Definitely on it as well.
1: Well, he was a comedian first, wasn't he? So like, yeah. So, yeah, like 2021, just making sure I'm getting these down right, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, sure, you'll be listening to the podcast anyway, so you'll get it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) But yeah, I think like the pig was released into a world where John Wick and even nobody already exists. This, like, there has been this trend of the sort of revenge porn movies. So they are playing with those expectations by releasing their own movie that is, is similar but is different. I know what you mean,
1: yeah. So they they kinda knew what was coming or what was gonna be like.
2: They knew what people were gonna expect and then like very expert like toys with those expectations. Subverted. In a really yeah, It's good. It's up but it's like that's the thing too. It's like almost saying that your expectations will be subverted as a spoiler. Because <laughs> then you'll be like, Well, I won't expect I'll expect something else. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll watch it and but be like wait, wait a minute. Hopefully, I haven't. My, given my expectations
1: are exactly what they were
2: expecting. Wow, so subversive! <laughs> <laughs> they subverted the, the, my expectations to have my expectations subverted. That is, that's that's too many layers of, of
4: subversion. <laughs>
1: that's almost perversion. <laughs>
2: you got anything else?
1: Um, I don't think. I don't think I probably I know I probably read stuff. I'm like trying to think of stuff like that. I know I read Annihilation, which I thought was funny because I finally felt like I think me and you watched that movie ages ago. One like yeah, Daniel I need to re I need to rewatch that, yeah. You see, but I decided I bought the book and I was like, I'm gonna wait until I cannot remember what that movie was about. And so that's exactly what I, said I read the book <laughs> and it was very good. <laughs>
2: I like, like doing like, that too, yeah.
1: I was like, I can't. It's like I kinda like remember the premise sort of like yeah. you know, like I know they I know they go into a zone and stuff like that. Yeah. But um yeah, I read that. That was very good. Um I think what else? Um I'm actually currently reading, but it's quite l- large, and the sea will tell. What you actually heard of on one of the glass cannon podcasts, it's kinda interesting. It's about like a double homicide in like the seventies in like one of the most remote places in the world. And then, but it's like seven hundred pages long. So, and I'm also reading like three or four other things. So, it's gonna take me a while. But I'm trying to think what else I finished. Um, oh, I reread. I actually reread *Mice*, and I gave it to my oh, parents and, and stuff, and they fucking really liked it.
3: And I
1: feel like, oh, that's right So I read *The Metamorphosis* too, which is very good. Is that that's Kafka? Fair, just, oh, yeah. No, hmm. not Kafka. Uh, oh no, it is Kafka. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, read I have
2: copy of that too. I haven't read it yet.
1: I read it in like just like one day and like one sitting because it's like a, yeah. it's only like 112 pages, and I read probably the, one of the best books I read this year. If not the best, was *Clara and the Sun* by Kazu Ishiguro. That was great. Go on. Well, Kazu Ishiguro is kind of amazing because he won a Nobel Prize for Literature after like seven books. Right, which just shows which just shows how ca- yeah, calibre of his writing with Clara and the son was his first. For he usually did like post or pre-war Japan because he he is he is English. He's an English writer, but he would have been he would have moved to England when he was like very young, like like mm-hmm. I think before five. And um, Clara and the Sun is just essentially but like an android companion in like a futuristic society where people kind of have to pass, like, sort of social tests and stuff, and the android, who's very human-like, is used as, like, a friend for kids. Because as well, I think every, like, family okay. seems to only have, only have like, one child in it. And there's kind of, like, there's kind of, like, this undertone of that, and it's kind of, like, a societal commentary, I suppose, again. But then it's just, it's kind of interesting because she, you know, she's, like, the kind of... What does it call him again? She's an android, essentially, but they can't remember... It's not. It's not an artificial. It's something like that. They use a special term mm-hmm. for it, but like I'm just thinking. I also watched Blade Runner recently, so I can't stop thinking. Android, like replicant. <laughs> no, or... they say replicant. They yeah. say replicant, but then that's. But um, you know, it's just very good, and he's just the way he describes sunsets and the whole story. It's just. It's very, very. It's fantastic. Like, I nice, uh, must, must. And then also colorless Tsuru Tezuku... And His Years of Pilgrimage by Herky Murakami. I really enjoyed that uh, as well. Oh,
2: yeah. That's also really, really Good.
1: That's like a, it's like a coming of age story for us about a 30-year-old man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of like it is like him kind of coming of age into like kind of sort of finding himself in his 30s sort of. And it's like. yeah. But I really like it. It's like colorless. He's called colorless because his last name doesn't have a color and his friend groups all had different colors. Oh, wait.
3: Is that the one I read? might have been. I think Does he go on a pilgrimage for a couple of years? I can't remember. Is there a lot to do with like classical music or
0: something?
1: No. I think he does listen to classical music in it. Usually, McCammy usually does chat about classical music yeah. or particularly jazz because he used to be the manager of a jazz bar. Is
2: there something to do with art? Arch- is there stuff about architecture?
1: I think one of his friends is an architect. In it, yeah. Mm. Don't
2: think so. Sure. No i'm wondering what, i could just what, be saying things that always pop up in this yeah exactly
1: yeah <laughs> exactly because i'm trying to think what his friends one of them was a car salesman and one of them is like a businessman i think one of them is an architect one's an artist he is like it's, it's kind of like a friend group of like two girls three guys i think and then they all right. kind of stop being friends um whenever they're teenagers and then you kind of find out why and it's him kind of like he's like it sounds like he's, no. he was living a very like l- lonely existence don't is it, no, I, t- I don't think there's an architect, because I think it's a salesman. I think one becomes like a mother, one's like, yeah, like, yeah. like, just like a family person, one's like an artist. Another one's like a very successful like businessman type of thing. Right. That is the book and it also told me that apparently I found out what the word Lexus means, you know, the car Lexus. Uh-huh. Do you know what it means? No. Nothing. It was made up by a Japanese businessman to sell to the West, because they thought it would sounded cool, and it
2: worked. Well, I, that's what I would have guessed, that it, <laughs> I didn't think I meant anything to be honest. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know,
1: it's a ja- <laughs> it's a Japanese, but it's like it's a it's a Japanese word. So you'd probably think like you know it's Japanese for I don't know like Japanese version Jaguar like, but it's not. Yeah,
2: nah, I, I kind of just assumed it was like because doesn't really sound Japanese. It sounds like a fake English word.
1: Yeah, which is exactly what it is. Probably <laughs> well, it is not well, probably yeah. it is. <laughs> I'm driving a Lexus, I'm driving
3: nothing <laughs> hmm. Um, I don't really think there's much else I, should, I probably do have some, but sure
2: Got a few other Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I wrote stuff down I wrote stuff down ages ago Like, I didn't even bother mm-hmm. rereading them before today I was just like, like I said, I was like whatever I remember, that means it's worthwhile, but I have forgotten all the stuff that I wanted to talk about <laughs> Uh, yeah. What's
3: the last duel Did you watch that? No, that's the one with like uh, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Which I was gonna say Saoirse Ronan, but it's not Saoirse Ronan. Is that the one uh, about the, the oh
1: Adam Driver as well. It's like Adam the, Driver. Is that and
2: it's the girl yeah. from uh, Kill and Eve?
3: Jodie come Is that, is her, that her? She was she in free guy yeah. Yeah, you already come
1: come.
2: Yeah. Come here. Yeah, and it's like um <laughs> Ridley Scott movie.
1: Yeah. Um that's it. I couldn't remember the director, but it's like it yeah. was really big.
2: Yeah. And it's like the it's told like the story's told like three times from different perspectives. It's like a mad oh, yeah. thing like yeah, no, that was really good. I really enjoyed that.
1: Good. Yeah, I yeah, heard good things about it. It didn't do that no. well, I think, in cinema. But uh, wasn't no. Ridley Scott blamed? Uh, Blame millennials and the TikTok generation? was <laughs> like stop with <laughs> that.
2: Don't do that. Well, that's that's kind of what <laughs> who the movie should appeal to, really. Like it's a it's very current yeah. and it's like story. <laughs> yeah. A couple of good uh, horrors that I saw, which are kind of I have released them in my mind, possibly just because. I watched them around the same time, but one was St. Maud. Have you seen that? No. It's like...
3: Uh, this woman and... How do you even describe this movie?
2: She's like really religious, but... Uh, kind of... It's pretty clear that she's also pretty mentally unstable. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, I think that's why, yeah, the, I've related to the other one. The other one I was thinking of was Censor, which is like this woman who has to review uh, movies. And it's like in the 80s in England. And she's got her own like past traumas as well. And it's it starts becoming clear that she also has something going on. And they both kind of do the same thing where you're kind of like. It was like in Hereditary 2, where, well, when I was watching Hereditary 2, there was a. Up to a point, I was like, is this supernatural or is it in this woman's head? Because there's, like, they're also going through, mm-hmm. like, family, like, trauma and family, like, mental illness and the possibilities of, like, these things totally passed out right. and everything. But, yeah, both of these movies, Censor and St. Maude, you're kind of guessing the whole time. It's, like, how much is real and how much is in her head and how much is, like, is there something else going on and all? Like, but, yeah, I really enjoyed both of them not too much to say I don't know you can't really talk about plot or whatever it's more about the experience watching these movies but definitely worth checking out um, um, it's just going to be oh. the say in movies I'm, just, I'm sorry no go ahead because, uh, it's
1: just going to be like one thing I'll talk about them but I'll just highly recommend like the following B movies like Toxic Avenger <laughs> Lords of Frog Frogtown which is, has Rowdy Roddy Piper and he has to go across the wasteland and have sex with women to repopulate the Earth. obviously fantastic Yes, did to think of it. I watched, I watched shit loads of them. Like Slumber Party Massacre, um, Killer Klowns from Outer Space. Absolutely, absolutely hilarious. Um, trying so think. I'll, I'll come. I'm sure it'll come to me. But I watched a lot of B movies this year, and they're just. Oh, sometimes I just think they're way better than just watching a normal movie. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, another movie.
2: I watched, was uh, Red Rocket. Have you heard of that? Heard of that, yeah. It's... don't know why. The director, he did a Florida Project, was it? Is that the one of Willem full?: And... I haven't seen that one either, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's the other one he did? The first movie he did was, like, on a... Um, it was all, like, shot on iPhone. Um, oh I just kind of became famous because of that hmm. Tangerine, that's what it was Um, I watched Tangerine, I wasn't mad about it but I know a lot of people really like that movie but this one I really it's like you get like a whiplash from watching this it's um, oh, what's his name? two seconds Simon Rex, do you know him? He was like a actor who I believe was quite famous. And then um, there's a lot of scandal about him. Then kind of got like blacklisted. So it's kind of like a return to him. And he plays this guy who worked in porn, but then leaves and comes back to like where his girlfriend lives in this like small town. Or, well, actually, I think, no, I think technically they're like still married. But he like disappeared and he goes back and like lives with her and her mum. And he just like weasels his way in. And he's like his performance is class and but he's just a piece of shit. And like you get like whiplash from watching it because like some one moment you're laughing and then the scene will change and then you are extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's like uh it's just class it's I watched it with a couple of friends and we were just this is a great experience watching it because you're just like laughing Ooh. and then you're just like oh god what the why is this happening now? he basically ends up like uh, falling in love with this like 16 year old or something that works person. in like the, it works in this like uh, <laughs> donut place yeah and I like he he like he basically turns up and like he doesn't get a job he just starts selling weed and stuff and then they just like everything falls Ooh. to shit and he's just but it's it's both a joy to watch and uh, an experience to watch, but it's really, really well done. I recommend it. One of my favorite movies actually was, uh, the, oh, the worst person in the world. It was like a foreign language movie. I think it might be Norwegian or something. But that was really Northern good. Norwegian. I really enjoyed that. It's like done in. I think it's done in like nine chapters, but then there's also like an intro and an outro. Like, our an epilogue and a... Epilogue and prologue.
3: it would be it, wouldn't you? Prologue, yeah? Yeah. Prologue,
2: epilogue. Yeah. So there's, like, 11, really. But uh, that was um, class. It's, like, this woman in her 30s who is, like, a bit of a fuck-up and trying to work out what to do with her life. Uh, obviously not relatable at all to me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wonder why I keep watching movies about stuff like that too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, yeah, no, I really enjoy that. It's I like there's one of the like I think maybe it's the second or third chapter. She like goes to this party and meets this guy, but she's going. I think they're both actually going out with someone at the same time. So they mm. the whole chapter is like them trying to work out how much they can, what they can do with each other without. Um, without cheating on their respective like boyfriend and girlfriend, so it's really interesting. they like do it's like it's like this kind of exp- exploration of intimacy without crossing this line. So like they can't obviously they can't kiss or anything, but they can do things like they can tell each other their like deepest darkest secrets and like things like that.
1: Yeah, they can be like kind of be friends? But how does the friendship not like? Yeah, it's like where where, where is this line ending more? Yeah, where is this line Where's, of intimacy
2: where... that lie like? If, like, it, it's like there's a physical that is is obvious, but then like the motion line isn't. So it's like there, and it just turns in it's like a really Yo. nice little segment on its own of like this exploration. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed cool. that. That was great. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, I watched a good one actually. There was that last night, no, the night before. Uh, Petite maman probably not saying that right, it's French, it's this I think it was the director that did Portrait of a Lady on Fire did you watch that from a year or two ago? No. That was a great movie as well. Uh, This one is I don't really know what I was expecting, I knew kind of what it was about and it's only like an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and fifty minutes long so it's really short and it's kind of an exploration of like grief and childhood and death but also, in like a very nice way. Mm. Like, there's nothing very like morbid about it. But it's that's what's the characters are all going through, and it's like, mm. uh, it's like the wee girl. Her, it's her grandmother that's died, her mother's mother, and then they go back to the. Her grandmother's house to like re- like clear it out. Her and her dad and her mom. Then her mom like disappears after the second day. And then the daughter like is out playing and she meets this wee girl. And then you realize that the it's actually her mom from whenever they were the same age.
3: Mm.
2: And her mom at that age had lost like her grandmother like a couple of years before. And. So the, the, they're both kind of going through the same thing and then the little girl like meets her grandmother when she's younger and all this here, and it's like this kind of weird like exploration of all of this but it's like really just a it's really like nice little watch and really good sound design I noticed there's a lot of like sounds that are really heightened and it kind of adds to this feeling of childhood somehow. Where it's like, there's like a part where they're making pancakes and the, like the stirring is like really like and the, the pouring of the milk and like all this here is like really like exaggerated and it makes you, for me anyway, it kind of made me, put me in that place for some reason of like,
1: I suppose. Remembering stuff like that from childhood when it's all yeah, kind of like more new it's,
2: and exciting. Kind yeah, of like, and like when those things are, did feel exaggerated when you were young and it's like, yeah, but it's just a very nice little movie.
3: What was that calling
2: you? Petite, my man. It must oh, mean like, this le- is like le- the- little mom or something.
1: Little mother. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's petit mama. ma hmm?
2: Or it's probably like petit. Yeah. If it's French.
3: Petit. Yeah, probably. Petite. Oh.
2: There's more. <laughs> <laughs> Summer of Soul. Did I talk about that on here before?
1: I think you oh. did that was the thing it was on the same
2: time as Woodstock
1: wasn't it yeah.
2: yeah yeah I don't have to go into that too much but that's check that out uh oh mm-hmm. I watched Annette
3: or no not, not Annette sorry
2: I don't really list of it was uh another French movie which was very French and I don't know I don't know if I liked it or not it's like this doll who uh, oh. has sex with a car and then gets pregnant. So, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You're into that sort of thing, you know?
2: Oh, uh, The Green Knight. I watched that. I really like that.
1: Oh, that was the one with, what do you call him, Dev Patel, is not it?
3: No. Was it? Oh, am I being racist? Oh, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. That was the director
2: that did uh, Ghost Story from a few years ago. Cool. I feel like I just want to fly through things here now. I don't want to get into things too much. But that was a good watch. Yeah, no. yeah. Because we've weird. We can...
3: have to go soon. Yeah. Uh, Belfast, watch that. Ah. Oh. Inside. That was last, last year oh, that came course. out, wasn't it? That's right, yeah, of course that would be. That's kind of funny, I didn't think of that, actually. Yeah, I'll do.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to quickly do music. I don't have a list. I'm just going to go through my phone and see what pops out of me.
3: To <laughs> Well, I'm obviously going
1: to say the chats, because i actually seen them this year, and they were great.
2: Oh, where did you see them?
3: Somewhere in Dublin, but I cannot remember the name of it. Me.
2: So that was good, eh?
3: Um, that was really good, crack, yeah.
2: Uh well, there's bands that I've already mentioned that are definitely in my top song, top music was Citizen and um Fox and both of their albums from last year were amazing. Mm. Um, let's see, I do have a number one that I don't need to look in here for, but I'm just gonna go quickly because there's definitely stuff I forget. Manchester Orchestra. Their album from last year was fantastic. Every mm-hmm. Time I Die, of course.
3: Yeah, of course. Probably, so second, your, we didn't probably no, your number one, was it? Mm, would be up there, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, I just love that band a bit, so.
2: A Glorious Ruction by Anna Zanker. That was a pretty good... uh, We... Emo album from Limerick. <laughs> oh, nice. Where is that band... Oh, from this year, Drug Church, their new album's great. I
3: really like, like that. Uh, probably one of my favorites for the, this year so far.
0: There's not a band I'm looking for.
2: Oh yeah, Tree River. They had a really good album from this year. They had an EP last year, which is pretty good, but their their new album, is, I think, is really, really good. Really enjoying that. One of my,
3: like, sort of... Constant rotation albums at the minute.
2: Oh, Knock Loose's EP from last year
3: was unreal. Um. Oh, I really got into uh. T.P.M. more this year, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I got back into the Rubber Bandits, and I got nice. back into the Wonder Years, kind of, oh, and. Nice. I started listening to Alex Leahy a lot more. I feel like that's how you pronounce it. That's one you showed yeah. me. And Violent Soho as yeah.
2: well. Oh yeah, Violent Soho. Yeah. Yeah. Um Juno by Remy Wolf, that was one of the classical albums it's like just a really fun, sort of weird, poppy hip hop album. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Kendrick Marr had a new album out actually, and
2: it is very, very good. Yeah, I haven't listened to the new Kendrick album yet, actually. Favorite hip hop album? One of the best favorite hip-hop album from last year was definitely sometimes i might be introvert by little sims
1: little sims i know her she's great
2: yeah that album's that
1: class. enough yeah she's a, she's a nigerian english i think
2: yeah probably is she's part of that collective salt as well s-a-u-l-t they do a lot of really good stuff
1: yeah i actually must give it a listen because i really liked other stuff i think she had an ep i really liked
2: right yeah that album's class yeah Fiddlehead had a really Ooh. good album last year. Oh, that's one of my top ones, definitely. Gold Necklace. Have you heard of them? I kind of describe no. it as like if uh, Justin Timberlake did math rock. <laughs> it's like really catchy, <laughs> right. uh, really catchy math rock music with like, pop vocals right? over it. What
3: yeah. did you say?
1: Uh, this is, like, that's so funny. That's such a funny description. Like, it's like, like I feel like... I feel like I understood exactly what you meant. But if it you heard it, really you just feel like, it make it, it yeah,
2: it's just really catchy? Yeah, I think it's just like a guitarist and a drummer. Uh, the drummer's drumming's mm. like really tight in it, but it's just really catchy music. It's great, great. Delta Sleep's album from last year was great too, actually. Oh, definitely one of the top albums was The War on Drugs. I Don't Live Here Anymore. Oh, Jesus. That was, Richie, I haven't listened to Oh, man, it's class. So That was great. Yeah. I kind of stopped listening to them, like, I loved their 2016, 2015, something like that. And uh, that album, Lost in the Dream, whenever that came out, I like listened to that and I was like, Ooh. fell in love with that. But then the album after that came out, I think like I wasn't really done with Lost in the Dream. So I didn't start <laughs> so listening to didn't that. Listen to that? Yeah, it was like, yeah. I was like, the new album came out and I was like, like, two years later and I was like, I'm still listening to this other one. I don't, I won't. and then like just never got around to it. So when this new album came out, I was like, oh, I almost listened to that again and it's really good. Really, really good. It's kind of gotten a, a a new sort of sound and sound and everything as well. Oh, that was a great EP. Black Country, New Road. Again, they've got an album that came out this year but I'm still ingesting that ep ingesting digesting i think was the word i meant to say i'm still digesting yeah, that I ep so, yeah. um, still,
1: i still have i still have indigestion from that ep it won't, <laughs> it won't get rid of me
2: you it's know it's, it's still, repeat, it's still it's on repeating on me. me but <laughs> yeah, uh yeah it's like re- it's like kind of like uh like a i guess like a math rock or your, your, your idols maybe like or it's kind of post punk, oh, yeah. but it's like um, progressive as well. But then, like, not as crazy as a Black Midi or something. But it's really, really good. Mm. I'm looking forward to finally getting onto the the new album. But I'm still enjoying that EP. Uh, I
1: really liked. I really liked. Oh, I think it's Orbit Love by Virtual Mage. I think.
2: Oh yeah, Orbit? that was Orbit? one of the There's ones. He... That was one of your writing. Uh, ones, yeah. He, right?
1: He's released. He's released that new stuff. That was one of his singles. But I think he released another album too. And he was like. I like listening to that stuff around r- r- writing spam. Astral Chill yeah. as well on Ether. I think Ether was single. I'm trying to remember. Which one's the album? Oh, Moondust is the album, I think. I really like that. And then I started listening to a bunch of other stuff kind of like that. And I was sitting there listening to pure kind of like 80s hypno, techno sounding kind of stuff. And I was like, all right. I'm just sitting here like it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh, what was I going to say there? Oh, yeah. Lauren Stevenson's album. Was that just self titled? I think my favorite thing she's done in ages don't really know why, uh just for some reason, this albums all come together. I really liked her like first e p and her first album, but then, like all the albums after that, I would like songs, but not really as a whole, where this one, I think as a album as a whole, I think is the strongest thing she's done in ages for me personally,
1: yeah, what you mean yeah see I uh, see like she wrote a full album rather than writing good yeah. tunes like kind a of way. So I know kind of um, topic, but I can't believe I forgot to bring it up. But three books that I read this year. Because I was just looking through my audio books for stuff I listened to, and three books I read this year that I loved were books one, two, and three of the Discworld. Just need to put that in there. Oh, so I forgot how much I loved them. I nice. And I've now started the Discworld. Yeah, <laughs> I'm planning to so, get the fourth
2: soon. <laughs> Color of Magic, Life fantastic. Light fantastic and, and one of the witches ones. And,
1: it? Yeah, it's one with Granny Weatherwax and is wow. it Weird Sisters
2: or. No, Equal Rights.
1: Equal but Rights. Rights is spelled
2: RIT, yes. Yeah. That's
1: it, like, yeah. So yeah. I had to bring that in there. So I can't believe I forgot those great books.
2: Class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first two are very different. Weird or Equal Rights is where th- the series starts to take on the tone that it then continues for the rest of the series. If I'm that That's sense. what
1: I kind of read, but I still. I still kind of didn't mind the set of the color magic, I thought that was okay. But then I really liked Light Fantastic and then no, I really I, liked Equal Right.
2: But- yeah, I like them as well. Yeah, but they're just Yeah, Equal Right is where it starts to come on its own. And those early Weird Sisters as well, those fantastic. Which, or what's an equal rights again? Which one's that? I kind of get, I'm getting, I think I might be getting. One uh, was Granny Weatherwax
1: up. and what do you call the wee girl again? Granny, granny Weatherwax and she goes to the Unseen, granny, un- unseen University because she has like, it's going to be the first female wizard. Cause oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, yeah. I can't remember the name of the wee girl. I am, she's so good in this as well. Like Yeah. So funny. I feel like he writes kind of like a wee girl, like really well. Yeah, yeah, well, think...
2: one of my favorite series is the Tiffany Aiken series, where it's just where it's just all about like a young witch, and it's like a young adult, um, like started sort of mm. series in the series. Mm. No, uh... but yeah, they're great as well. Um, uh, I'll sorry, just play on here. I didn't here. mention. Yeah, I know. So... Um, By Curious album from last year, one of the best Irish albums, I would say.
3: because we seen by Curious Didn't they really the guys yeah, supporting supporting and
2: so I watched it <laughs> yeah yeah oh Lucy D because this album from last year
3: that was really good as well and that's probably oh Olivia Rodrigo from our pop punk yeah <laughs> uh, oh
1: yeah episode. <laughs> <laughs> 100% yeah She's just such a good artist, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God, Jira's album. That was really good, too.
3: Forgot about that. Yeah, that'll do.
2: But I'll just finish on the... For once, I think there was a standout Undisputed Champion. And I've seen it on, like, a lot of end-of-year uh, lists as the number one as well, which is rare that it, it's so unanimous. But, and I just have to agree as well, was Turnstile's album Glow On? Have you listened to
1: that? I have No, I haven't, because I started getting into Turnstile as well. Glow Get on.
3: on. Get Shit. A... Yeah. I think was you just say Glow thing, On. That like... shit? <laughs> Sorry. Glow On.
2: <laughs> glow out of here. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's like I was listening recently and I was like, this is just. Masters. It's like people that really understand their craft and like are doing something original because like they got a lot of like hatred, I think, like from the hardcore community when they first came out because they were just doing basically the sound of 80s hardcore, but really well. <laughs> to be fair. Okay, yeah. But yeah. It, was their la- it was their album before this, uh, Time and Space, that was like really they started having their own sound and now this again is like a continuation of that. Like, Anthony Fantano. It's like,
1: it's just a more matured kind of sound. It's like. just,
2: like, like a, it's just its own unique thing. Like, Anthony Fantano called it uh, dream punk, <laughs> which I think is pretty accurate. <laughs> but it's, like, hardcore mixed with, like, shoegaze. And, like, it's just its own thing. And it's so catchy and so heavy at different times. And, like, I've seen it compared to like likes of uh, Shape of Punk to Come. And I was like...
1: Oh, wow, it, Jesus. Yeah, it's that's that, freaking, like... a hell of a... It is, defining. but it's, like...
4: Uh,
2: it's a bold statement, but at the same time, it is that unique. I think that it's not completely like ridiculous. Jesus, I really have to get on that then. Jesus,
1: yeah, like, in the Shape of Punk to Come, one of the best albums ever. Like,
2: yeah, <laughs> and even like when I was listening to, like I mentioned earlier, that one of my favorite albums from this year was the new Drug Church album, hmm. and I could hear there's a similarity there, and I think it's. Drug Church were already doing their own kind of thing, like, in a similar vein to Turnstile, I feel like. So I don't think it's fair to say that they copied it, but it's, like, they're both going and... In... It's kind of, like... Yeah, or, like, it's, like, because maybe Turnstile went that extra leap with this album that, like, the, now this Drug Church one kind of feels like it's approaching in a similar vein, but they're... I, I think they're both doing their own thing, like... Mm. But, yeah. For... So anyone who anyone listening who hasn't listened to that album you need to get on that shit
3: so Glow Out by Turnstile Glow On Glow On yeah that's what I was asking I was like you know it's Glow Something I was gonna find
1: it and I it's gonna fucking blow it up on my Spotify so I don't forget like just uh, sometimes I do that I'll just have like the first song playing but I'll pause it until I can actually listen to it mm. so that way I won't forget but I still can because I don't delete Spotify and it'll go wrong so
2: I think my personal highlight of the year was probably going to tall recently. That was amazing. Oh, I saw I saw the chilies as well, actually. That was pretty sweet.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I seen something But That's pretty class.
2: How, yeah. They were good, I'm guessing. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it was uh, Thundercat on first. He was kinda as expected. But then Anderson Pack was on after him and I really loved his performance, like Thundercat was like basically just like was like didn't really do anything special It was like if you've heard thundercat you've you've seen or if you've seen uh, what he sounds like live
0: Addison pack put on yeah, this yeah. like
2: class big show he had like he was in like a he's in like a pink he's like no shirt on, but he's in a pink suit and he had like a big blonde wig and <laughs> He had, like, a keyboard player and a trumpet player. And then he had, like, on stage, there was this big, like, thing. The drums were way up behind him. And then he would, like, go down the front and sing and dance. And he had, like, two, like, backup singers and dancers. And then he would, like, run from the mic and go up to the drums and keep singing and playing. And it was just, like, class. I'm going to keep an eye out if he's ever playing, like, a solo show or anything. I'm definitely going to go see it because, like, it would be class.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's actually
2: his fucking show, like. Yeah. But obviously, obviously... Chilies were amazing to see with Fushanti. That was the whole reason yeah. why Fushanti was <laughs> back. Mm. And then the day after that, I went to Hall and had an amazing time. Even like even better than Rory Fest, because I feel like Rory Fest was just like this like thing to keep like that I was like looking forward to. And it was just like I'll go and it was like a big blowout basically, just like blowing off steam because it was like sick of work yes. and fucking just like everything to be honest at that stage <laughs> and then <laughs> but then stand Hall it was like it was just like a really like positive experience and like i was like pure buzzing for like i still kind of am to be honest but like even like the whole week after i was like just so good met up with like friends that i hadn't seen in ages same with i did that at rory fest too but just different friends, and it was just like it was just a, it was just different vibe. I think it was because it's a more maybe more traditional festival too compared to Roy Fest. Mm. But the highlight of Hall and worth the whole ticket price was seeing Sister Sledge. Yeah,
3: that
2: was. was amazing. They like it was like funny too because I was starting to get worried before they played. They were on like the last night, and everyone. Everyone you talked to at the festival was like, "Who are you going to see?" Is like, "Our oh, sister stage. and then before then played, I was like, "Gosh, oh, is this going to be is this going to be that good?" Like, I know, like I'm really looking forward to them, but like, a certain worry that I had hyped it up too much. I didn't need to worry. Ooh. They were, they went above and beyond what I expected. They were exceeded all expectations. It was so much fun, man. And the oh, whole, class. it looked like the whole festival was there. We were, like, up there in front. I remember Jesus, looking around. And it was just, like, the whole big hill down to, like, the main stage was, like, packed. And I was, like, because that's what I was expecting. I was, like, everyone I've been talking to wants to go to this or say. I just like, I think the whole festival might be at this stage. Someone we'll wants to go see them, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <you're most laughs> okay, like, for everyone else playing, like. <laughs> uh, oh, it was class, man. <laughs> yeah. So personal highlight of the year. a year and a half, probably. Stantile. Unreal. Roy fast, close second, but stand-up. Something special about it. Yeah. That's good. So
3: the
1: Chats, was, was that for you? Ago, the... I did fucking love the Chats. Lost the shirt <laughs> gained a t-shirt. Threw a t-shirt away and then bought a new one. Uh, Adam was nice to buy it for me, but fucking all the Chats were, they were great, eh? They were just, but also there was an English punk band on before them, and I wish I got the name, and their, their lead singer, he kept saying Chuck or La, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. You know, like they, but even support acts were good. But then they were, they, the chats were actually better than I thought they were going to be live. Not that I thought yeah. they were going to be bad, but they were just better than I expected. They were actually, they're really tight. They're really good. Good crowd interaction. Lots of fun. Good crowd. That kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like for, but like they released a new album last year, High Risk Behavior, and I still think it's a class album. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. I don't think I like. Just, yeah, I know I meant to listen to that, but I don't think I actually ever got. they
1: they're kind of just. They kind of just are, like, an old-school-ish punk band, really, but kind of comedy as well, like. Yeah, just good crack. But, like, the comedy isn't really the main focus, in that
3: kind of way. It's just, like, yeah. someone's just like, you know, in that kind of way. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's a year and a half you, so i might
1: have to do another one in a year and a half, or do I have to do it in six months?
3: Eh, <Yeah, laughs> we'll do whatever
1: we want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, it's our show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Keep so our just, listeners guessing.
2: I felt like a load off. <laughs> All this <Yeah>. pent <laughs> shite we needed to talk about. That's good. <laughs> Go back to That's our good, yeah. usual rambly conversations about nonsense. hmm Pretty much, yeah. Before that, I'll be I'll seeing like, you on Saturday.
1: That's true. I will probably be up Friday night, but will probably see you Saturday, yeah? And I'm thinking about taking the Monday off. i will see. It's just been a while flat out at work. I actually need to get shit done. Like I could technically book the day off, but I want to make sure I have all my shit done so I don't go back and it's
3: a shit show. <laughs> it's been hell on earth the past few weeks, but hopefully, hopefully
0: yeah.
2: It'll, it'll well, I was thinking ahead. we we should talk about we'll talk about that in the next
0: episode,
3: sure.
2: Because I'd like to yeah, talk sorry. about uh, work and stuff as well. I think it'd be good. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck the system. Just fucking <laughs> chatting. We'll,
1: yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. Well, we'll get into that another time. I was yeah. going to start and I was like, no, no. Sa- save the stories. No.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. sweet. Well. All right. All right man. I guess this that. is us signing off. No problem. I'm trying to think of a sign off, but. Bye. That's just making me think about work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, we should do. You should leave ten minutes of dead air, and then just go.
2: Bye. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Wait, oh yeah,
1: that's 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 one thing I'll throw by you. Just the next time you boys are coming out with an EP or an album, all I request is that the final song is ten minutes of dead air, and then it just goes straight into a podcast that we have about the album. <laughs> Last
2: track will be three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's like when <laughs> albums going have, have hidden tracks on them, yeah, yeah, They're that's what I was thinking. Higher just...
3: podcast,
2: yeah. Tell <laughs> 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 me,
1: man, that's exactly what it should be. Yeah, I
3: think it's a bad idea. <laughs> you might be onto something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> can start a new trend. So the
3: next the time you'll hear this will be it. the secret track on an album. But
4: well, what album? Mm. That's
1: the thing. Yeah, we should, you should actually, you should do that. You should make, then, so this is episode two, season
3: two, isn't it? Is it? it? Uh, this episode one?
2: I don't know. Whatever.
1: Well, whenever we figure <laughs> out the track, let say this. Say well, this technically,
2: is, I've... I uploaded the last episode we recorded today, but the next episode that will be going up will be season, will be episode two of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of a mess. Yeah, but
1: that's a special. Yeah, kind of but mess, that's also but the end of season any, one. S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, you should you should skip the next number. So, like, say this is episode. I'd say call this episode two. This season is season, two, season right? three. Oh, yes. <laughs> But no, you should call the next episode, like episode four of season two and then leave episode three and then eventually we'll record season episode three sometime in the future and that'll be the hidden podcast track.
2: Right, okay.
4: <laughs> Alright, <laughs> get side. out of here! <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough. That's it later, what man. We <laughs> we <laughs> Bye! Let's forget <laughs> our existential dread and grab another view. Live day to day like we've been doing it for years And after all, it's neither there nor worthless In I regard we're all exactly the same It doesn't mean that we should all just care less Need each other in a world that's the same